0: Welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your Dungeon Master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai.
1: Finn Fisher.
0: Nolani Stevenson. Reagan Starkweather. And Taylor Wallace.
2: Malachi Kasir.:
0: And we are back on the Lunluma Ocean. Um, let's do a little bit of a recap, and then we will dive right in. Last session, you know, really, this is a pretty short recap. <laughs> you guys uh, yes. chased chased the adventurer up into the sky where you found that she had created a sphere of whirling golden blades around her. You briefly offered to hear her out, very quickly realized that at this point her uh, manifesto basically boils down to get more power at any cost and... So Reagan Thunder stepped inside the sphere and battle was joined. Um, Eventually, the adventurer was defeated by a super-powered series of blasts uh, as Finn used every cube that he had in his possession to do a lot of damage and send the adventurer crashing down out of the sky. Um, So, that's where we are now. Um, So you guys are still, like up in the air um the adventurer has fallen you you're there malachi on the griffin reagan's dragon is still flying up around with you guys um you can see that below like you can definitely you're you're too far up to see any expressions or anything like that but you can tell that people are like watching um and paying attention to what was happening from up here
1: i wave down at the ground
0: um, i I drop
3: con on my dragon I'm like oh okay. oh oh uh, thank you it, it, it close close tab oh he's
1: not invited to the after party
3: how, how do I, how do I X
2: out of this is that it should we should we go get her it Finn, are there sharks down there oh yeah
1: <laughs> and then some
2: it is good practice to make sure that we See the enemy's dead body,
1: oh, I think the enemy's just
2: to make sure
1: I think the enemy's dead body currently resembles a bucket of chum, uh if she's been down there longer than ten seconds. I've got this chunk of wing, ooh, you could mount that
3: i I was gonna give it to the king, um anyways, uh uh finito
0: you you <laughs> <Yeah>. you fire <laughs> the dragon the dragon makes a couple of like loops around and then like releases one more breath weapon into the air and then just, like, dissipates. Huh. Finn, come here.
1: <laughs> Hi.
0: I'm
2: going to, uh, second level cure wounds you.
1: Oh, right. I forgot how extremely wounded I am right now. Yeah. Ah! Uh. <laughs> Ow! Oh. Reagan,
2: Reagan can make it down to the ground, but you, I'm a little worried.
1: <laughs> oh, it's really crazy what positive thinking can do. For a moment there, it was like I was fine.
2: Uh, uh. cure wounds at second level is 2d8,
1: right? Don't bother rolling.
2: Oh, yeah, fine. Okay, well, 2d8 plus whatever it is
0: <laughs> 21. It's plus five his charisma. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's a bit better. Okay. Alright. Boy, I hope no one was uh, standing directly beneath me down there, or they would have been getting some blood in their eyes.
2: Uh,
0: sharks? Jonesy.
1: Oh, true. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> love the stuff, actually. Good for them. <laughs>
0: yeah you guys are currently kind of still out over the ocean and you can see that like directly below you there's a lot of marine life gathered um, oh boy <laughs> yeah all of our
2: blood has just been plummeting from the sky as we thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyways
3: uh can we let's, let's go um, that sucked let's go
2: can can we just like peek out over the the where the fighting had been going on to see if everything is officially like sort of winded down.
0: Yeah, the the ships have at this point are like receded to their own sides. You can see that there are a few Erebrer ships kind of like out in the middle. It looks like still pulling people out of the water. But Lithios's ships, those that are not actively sinking um have sort of regrouped into this very small cluster of like 20 um out of all of the the fleets that they had gathered here together that are now just sort of like moving away from luola as the rest of the ocean is just sort of like littered with with wreckage that is beginning to sink beneath the waves and be reclaimed by the ocean Mm. are they just leaving without grandpa (laughs) Well, if I was to be a military
3: statistician, I would assume that they were perhaps just drawing back in order to uh, find a more advantageous position at which to recover their losses and uh, potentially pretend, uh, prepare for some
0: further negotiations.
2: Yeah.
3: But they
0: could also just be ditching without Grandpa. Reagan's right. Wow, that never happens. You know that they're probably just kind of pulling back so that whatever negotiating needs to happen. You guys also would know that, like, a lot, like... Probably General Neiman is not the only prisoner currently on Luola, mm-hmm. as there are lots of ships that are going down and Lithiosian soldiers who would have swum to the nearest ship or to shore. Um, and- Boy,
1: it's impressive if they were able to make it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, go down, Malachi says to the griffin.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, the griffin, which has been kind of like serenely, you can tell that it was getting a little agitated, ready to like go down as well. Yeah. Um, are you guys steering toward, are you trying to land like on the shore or like back by where you left King Monanon? Um, left to its own devices, the griffin is going to make a beeline back toward King Monanon. I want to go back to King Mononon.
2: I figured that's a good idea, yeah. Okay.
1: I I want to just do a swoop over the bay and just do a quick telepathic check-in with all of the various creatures there oh, yeah. and ask, hey, uh, did anyone eat a lady that just fell from the sky?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You do the one-wing <laughs> telepathic check-in. You get like a bunch of sharks and other sea carnivores that are over there. And yeah, a bunch of them are like, oh yeah, yeah. Lady fell from the sky. Tasted like magic.
1: Yeah, rare delicacy. Alright, great. That's all I needed to hear. Keep up the good work
0: thanks we're having a great day
1: (laughs) yeah me honestly at this point me too (laughs) it was touch and go for a while but and then i catch up to regna malachi and i'm like oh yeah she is dead and devoured nice cool
0: You guys go back to the grove where the king's throne is. Um, King Mononon is still lying in that pool, but now there are like, oh shit, did we drown him? (laughs)
1: Uh, An honorable way to go. (laughs) There
0: are two clerics like kneeling next to him. You can see kind of like healing him. And he's like a little bit more, rather than just like being like slumped in it, he's a little bit more, looks a little more alive, although still definitely Yeah, I was going to say, is he face down or face up in the pool? (laughs) He's face up at this point. You left him kind of like face down with his head to the side so like half his mouth was in the pool we left him in the recovery position but underwater <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and it's very shallow it's only like it's, it's not very deep since he's a big guy so a baby can drown in an inch of water well he's not a baby so
3: so could you if you try hard enough
0: <laughs> You but you find that now there are a couple of clerics um, who, who somehow were alerted to the fact that there was a predicament mm. who are like working on helping the king that wasn't us Oh no! Yeah, we know. He he okay. told us. And King Mononon's like, yes. I explained the situation. Did you uh, did you kill her? She's gone. Oh yeah. Good, good job. I got you this as a treat.
3: From oh, your new favorite sovereign citizen. Yay! Are you not already a sovereign citizen? I have no idea how citizenship
2: works. He he's your new favorite though.
0: Oh yeah. For right now, sure. The the two clerics kind of like look at each other like what the hell.
3: <laughs> um, I, I get a little I get a little paper Burger King crown. That says King's favorite citizen
1: of the week. Yeah, you got like a subject of the month wall in the palace somewhere.
0: <laughs> you look up to the trees behind you. There's a whole bunch of portraits. Um, the Griffin like lands and basically, like, before Malachi even has time to, like, dismount or anything, just turns back into an owl, ah. leaving you sort of... Malachi lands, legs astride. <laughs> yeah. Um, As the owl, like, kind of flies over to King Monanon and perches on his shoulder and, like, tucks its head against his head. Um, the king is like, alright, I will... I will be in good enough shape to go uh, address my people and deal with any negotiations that need to be dealt with in about five minutes, according to these, uh, helpful... These chums. (laughs) ...helpful people here. So, um, thank you. This could have gotten very dicey if you hadn't have shown up when you did.
1: You're welcome.
3: Of
2: course. Yeah, we're gonna go, uh... Lithios is retreating, so we're... Yes.
3: We're gonna go hang out with, uh, everybody else and
1: wait for you. You're welcome to join, by the way. You know, you can hang out, too. Oh,
3: God, no, of Let, course. Let's be I clear. Was, like, I, th- I thought you were, like, I thought you had joined. <laughs> yes, thing. Well. But
0: if you do want to come, you can, for sure. Um,
2: I, I guess, yeah.
3: Oh,
0: open invitation. Thank you for the invitation. Th- thank you. It's appreciated. Uh, It's always nice to be included. Yes, go. Don't feel like you need to wait here. But I just wanted to say thank you for... For the assistance
1: and your owl too, totally invited.
0: Yes, oh yes.
2: Uh, Malachi gives a heartfelt, humble thank you to the owl.
0: She gives you a very like noble nod back and a like low hoot. <laughs> okay. Um. Goodbye. Uh. Bye. Malachi walks away from the king.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Catch you later
0: you guys um head back out to the main city um you do pass like various other like knights and um advisors on their way back toward the king um as you pass and they're all sort of like everyone who passes you is like giving you like thumbs up and nods of approval and like clapping you on the shoulder Um, oh i forgot they could see us up there (laughs) yeah yeah everyone knows what went down um and oh this is awkward
1: Oh, Finn is really reveling in it.
0: And also, you do note, like, everyone seems to kind of be happy that this happened, even though you're not sure how much of what the adventurer was saying they heard, and she was, like, yeah. beloved by the people last time you checked. <laughs> um, but they fortunately, like, don't seem to be pissed at you. Um, so,
2: something. We, yeah, we didn't instigate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, you come back out to the the sort of, like, main area of the city and start making your way down to the beach. Um All around, like, people are, there's still a lot of activity happening as people who are wounded are being taken to various infirmaries. Um, You can see that there are, like, quite a few prisoners being taken into custody and being, like, taken back toward where you assume there must be a jail of some kind. You haven't really Mm -hmm. explored Luola that much, Um, but they're all going in the same direction. You can see that there are like people who are starting to like the the news and messages that, that everything's over and we won is like spreading throughout all the the shops and the the people who'd been left back here to sort of mm. be behind the lines are starting to come back out um, from the forest and from places where they'd been told to go to be safe.
2: Reagan, you want to check on your kid? By who?
0: Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's fine. All right? you keep your eyes out for him but you don't see him immediately there's like a lot of of stuff happening yes you you make it back out to like where where to to the beach basically where there are still all these boats and the docks and the 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 defenses um you can see there clearly was fighting on Luola itself it didn't all mm. stay out with the ships you can see that there is evidence of some battles here um but most of the buildings are still standing and most of like they're they're singed and there's arrows all over the place, but most of Luola has has remained more or less undamaged. Um, there hasn't been like massive massive damage in the city the way there was from that first attack um, you see um, that the adventurer's airship is like landed kind of parked next to the dock um, and as you start to approach it sort of stands out even among the other ships as you start to approach it um, you can see that nell alden and shiloh and rosie Yo. are standing kind of like next to the airship talking to a few other like soldiers and people from Erebraer. um alden like looks up spots you guys first kind of like elbows Nell and then he just like breaks away from that group comes like up to you guys just walks right up to Reagan puts his hands on both sides of your face and kisses you <laughs> um, wow
1: ah uh, the beauty of matrimony <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he he kisses you and then he like pulls slightly away and is like hey good news we're both alive oh shit okay yeah
3: for real <laughs> For a second there, you had me not sure. I I, I kiss him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh
2: Malachi turns away <laughs> for some <laughs> privacy.
0: Yeah, you guys leave Reagan and Alden there and go catch up with Nell and Shiloh <laughs> who
2: I do pat Alden very heartily on the back though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and as
2: I walk away make a little I'm watching you sign.
1: <laughs> I go in I go in for A hug with Alden, and then Uh I change my mind and starts making a fist bump, and then I get caught sort of halfway through.
2: (laughs) He, like, pats you on the head, not really paying attention to you. Mal takes Finn by the elbow.
1: (laughs) Man, I feel like I I can't quite connect with that guy, you know?
2: Uh, Maybe when he's disconnected from Reagan.
0: (laughs) You catch up with Nell and Shiloh. uh, Nell smiles and gives you guys a little wave and is like... Great job with the all that. Malachi pulls them in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they give you a hug.
1: Oh yeah, Finn gets another hug.
0: Malachi maybe crushes
2: them a little bit. <laughs> we get in there too. I pick up Rosie. Yeah, yeah. I also crush Shiloh a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. She's like, ow, ow.
2: I give Rosie seventeen little kisses on her little head.
1: As as I'm hugging Shiloh, I'm like, those. Hey, you know, remember those those uh, short rest potions? Yes. Really good. Five Uh, stars. Oh,
2: yeah. I would super be, you know, fish food right now. Thank you for that. (laughs) Okay, well.
1: (laughs) You should be so lucky.
2: Yeah, literal
0: lifesaver. Yeah, good. Um, Nell's like, we, the airship, we don't need to worry about the rest of her followers, by the way. Turns out that um, watching your god plummet from the sky is a very quick way to get a lot of people to lay down their weapons. So... They're um sure. We're we're keeping an eye on them just in case, but I think things are diffused. Any resentment bubbling under the surface? <laughs> yeah. Uh maybe a little bit. Definitely worth keeping an eye on, but they um from what I can tell, they're pretty thoroughly disillusioned because I mean the adventurer wasn't supposed to be killable, according to what she was telling everyone, so
2: yeah, maybe also was supposed to be helping them in the battle instead of going back to kill someone else. Yeah,
1: that too. Finn just shouts at the airship, Told you so!
0: <laughs> Did you already go through it? Um, Shiloh's like, yeah, I was starting to. There's, We haven't really had a lot of time. Which, uh, you know, just, just cu- out of curiosity, do you three have any use for an airship because you did technically kill the adventurer so it is like your spoils of war but if you don't want it I call dibs Uh, just.
1: I prefer a seaship personally
3: Shiloh I can think of no better owner <laughs> for this ill-begotten airship than you yes
2: <laughs> but if there's anything weird in there I want it
1: if you need any help naming it though we're happy to assist
2: <laughs> yeah as much as I don't like sailing on the sea, flying through the air isn't much better.
0: What What do you like? Just standing on the ground? Yes. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> um, she, she looks more more excited than you've seen her since the last time she was, like, handing you magic items. Wow. At this point, as you guys are talking, kind of, like, on this dock next to the airship, um, you hear, like, a big, like... Hey, there's my boy being yelled. <laughs> and you, you look over to see Railthor, Malachi <laughs> peels Alden off of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look over to see Railthor, like so bloodied his hair is like sticking up everywhere um he's like walking with a little bit of a limp um but he like comes kind of like charging up and like gives you a big hug reagan right that almost like picks you up off the ground um and he's like wow. great job i saw the shooting lightning and the summoning dragon that was w- wow wonderful stuff it's a good show isn't it yeah yeah I've,
3: you know i've been thinking, Dad. How do you feel about pro-wrestling? Hmm, I don't know if we've invented pro-wrestling yet. Like, we could do like a father-son tag team
2: as like a career. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like that could totally work. Uh, Finn, did he
0: mention any of this to you? (laughs)
1: Uh, no?
0: Well, I think I, I don't know what this pro wrestling thing is. I don't think we have it here, but it sounds, those are both. Oh, it's huge in beds with. Yeah. Yeah. Those sound like, like
3: two words that I like. So. I, uh, I give him my free dragony cure wounds while we're hugging. <laughs> A little puff of sparkly bronze dragon wings wraps around him.
0: Oh. Uh, Finn, you like are still kind of like, watching, watching Regan and Railthor reunite when like all of a sudden you get kind of like tackled from the side as Baleen grabs you. Ah! Um, and God. it's like, oh man, you're okay, ah, ah.
1: Oh my God, you're okay, you're okay, right, you're fine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank dad.
0: No, I'm fine, I got shot at one point but like Whoa. somebody healed me, so it's fine. She like oh, points wow. to her shoulder where you can see there's like an arrow wound. Um, the arrow's been removed. Hell yeah. Hey,
1: hey, it matches the one on your thigh now, right?
0: Yeah, 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 my God, the arrow was worse, I have to say. Uh, Maybe, hey, maybe the Gillsbury, maybe the Gillsbury softball team could take up shooting with arrows. (gasps) Maybe that's what we've been missing.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Kind of like an archery, archery softball combo.
1: I think, I think you're onto something, Bailey. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta tell Coach about this.
0: When we get back to Gillsbury, I'm gonna implement this. (laughs) Knife's
2: got nothing on longbow range. (laughs) Still Sky won't know what hit him.
1: Oh, I'm glad you're all right. I mean, okay, yeah, and you're, yeah, yeah, you're fine. You didn't commit any atrocities that'll haunt you forever either.
0: I don't think so. Oh, great. Although I don't know, I feel like they might sink in in a couple weeks if they're gonna sink in. But like, yeah,
1: you never really know long term until it's long term.
0: uh, Just don't let them. Yeah.
1: Oh, amazing.
0: But we're all alive. Yeah. Okay. Um, Malachi, you kind of spot past them, um, walking towards you more slowly than either Railthor or Baleen approached. But you see Shala and Mar and actually Tack is with them.
1: As they approach, Finn says, oh, one second and runs over and tackle hugs Shala and Mar. Oh
0: man. You're okay, oh my God. They are okay, right? (laughs) they are okay they look again everybody looks a little bit injured everyone has blood on them but no one is like everybody's walking and everyone's alive um shala kind of like hugs finn (laughs) and then comes over and is just like i'm gonna hug you malachi if that's okay malachi leans down for the hug (laughs) because she's so short yeah (laughs) she gives you a big hug and uh umar comes over and like hugs you as well gives it gives you like a nod first yeah. and then just like hugs you um tack like comes over and this is like again reagan you've never seen this guy <laughs> the fuck is this? finn you saw i actually i think he'd have there'd have been no reason why he would have stood out to you on the ship um but just this like this very big like brawny man who like looks Looks worse for wear from having been on a ship that uh, exploded, got sunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> exploded and got sunk. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he came through. He's singed, but he's he's alive. Um, and he approaches you, Malachi, and like is like, hi, you. Uh... It's good to see you. I don't really know what to say. I look at Shala and
2: Mar, like, assuming that if he's here with them now, that he's probably fine. So I reach out and I hug (laughs) Tack.
0: Yeah, he hugs you. His, like, big, big, strong bear hug, just like you remember. Yeah.
2: Malachi can put his face into Tack's shoulder.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. One of the only people that you don't have to, like, lean down to hug. I lean over to Finn and I'm like,
3: Who's that?
1: I don't know. Is that is that his dad? I don't know.
3: I thought his dad I thought was his dead. dad was
1: dead. I don't I, I turned to Baylin. Do you do you know?
2: No, why would I know?
1: Oh, you were around.
2: <laughs> Malachi pulls back from tack. Is he wearing a lithios uniform? No.
1: <laughs> Finn pulls his trident out.
0: He's not. He's just wearing a fucking apron. Yeah, probably. basically, yeah. I mean, he does like, it is like Lithios colors. But... I mean, clothes underneath, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shows up to a battle in just an apron. Is he some sort of sexual chef? Uh,
2: Malachi pulls back and looks at all three of them, and he's like, I'm really glad that you all made it. <laughs> yeah. And he sort of hugs all of them at once, although very, like, a little more tentatively than he hugged, like, Nell and Shiloh and them. But... Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're here and they're not retreating with Lithios, so
0: Yep. And Mars, like, we we definitely all still have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things we need to explain to Tack, who's been sort of out of the loop, but we're all here. Yeah, hi. <laughs> were
2: his parents in a like in a threesome?
0: Like was he adopted <laughs> into a polycule?
2: <laughs> Malachi turns around to Finn and Reagan. I can hear you. <laughs> this uh this is Tack. Oh hi!
1: Oh yeah, you mentioned that name one time.
2: He looks unsure as to whether to call him his father or not. I'm Tack. I'm like, he helped raise me too. Yeah, I'm like an uncle. They're not. They're not together. <laughs> he points to Tack and to Shala and Mar.
3: Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I don't,
0: I, no, I didn't think that. Shala makes a little like gagging motion. <laughs>
3: Oh, so Tack is like to you what I'm gonna be like to your kids.
2: Um,
1: I look disapprovingly at Tack.
2: You, mmm, kids? <laughs> uh, Malachi looks like he's like been fried in the head. <laughs> Malachi's malfunctioning, he doesn't know what to do. Uh, well, I don't know if, uh, I mean, he, no, he was kind of like a father to me. He says, like, trying not to let them hear it. They all pretend not to hear.
1: <laughs> all right, checks out.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen him in like five, six years, but, um. <laughs> yeah. Can
3: I make an opposed strength check to uh, shake Tack's hand?
0: <laughs> sure. You can try, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Reagan's pretty strong. 17. Okay, he got a fourteen. So you you successfully wow. uh, Malachi's kind of like a ha, good luck uh, internally or externally, and then Reagan actually like squeezes Tack's hand, and you can see it kind of like going a little bit red. And Tack is like, whoa, okay. Uh, it's like Sig. No, it's it's not it's not a malicious
3: aggressive handshake. Uh-huh, it's like okay. it's like Sig and and Armstrong that kind of handshake.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: After they pull away, Finn goes for a handshake with Tack. Mm-hmm.
2: What's going on here?
1: And Finn gets his puny hand crushed, but Tack comes away really slimy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tack has a very gentle grip.
1: (laughs) Finn has a very weak hand.
3: You know how people always describe bad handshakes as like shaking a limp fish? Yeah. Well, no, for
2: real. Yeah. Finn takes that as a point of pride. Yeah, all the time. I pins. don't quite understand what's happening here, but. We're meeting
1: you dead. Finn goes for a handshake with Malachi. N- what?
2: No, no. <laughs>
1: Come on. I know you. Put her there.
3: Um, I want to kind of check in with Nell in particular. Mm
0: hmm. They sort of, like, pulled back a little bit as you were all, as, as this, this spot of the dock got very crowded um, as a bunch of people were coming in. With happy parent reunions. Yeah. Um, they grin at you a little, Reagan, and are like, seriously, good job. That was, um, when I saw the adventure go up there, that was a scary couple minutes, but I'm glad you guys were there.
3: Yeah, we'd, we'd do what we can.
2: Mal peels away from the trio as well, because he doesn't want to have to have a conversation right now and none of them really know what to say. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Finn goes for a handshake with Nell.
0: (laughs) No, Nell (laughs) Nell shakes your hand, and then it's like, God, every time I shake your hand, it gets more slimy.
1: I know, isn't it great? No. Ah.
3: He's really damp as of late, yeah.
1: And Finn, as they're shaking, Finn looks at Nell and is like, hey, glad you took a chance on us, huh?
0: Yeah, I really am. I And I'm glad that you guys uh, trusted me when it came down to it.
1: (sighs) That's true. Yeah, you were so sketchy. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I mean, you you were pretty suspicious at the start now. Yeah, you're sketchy as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you. Most of the time it works out well for me. Yeah. Well, it is nice to have people who you can rely on.
0: Yeah. And now we have to figure out what to do next, I guess. Uh,
3: That's so above my pay grade.
1: Yeah, we usually, it's like you tell us to go somewhere and like kill something. That's, mm. We're great at that.
3: Yeah, I'm happy yeah. to keep
0: that going for a
2: while. We're, we're, we're good at things besides killing, but uh, we aren't, we're not
0: politicians. <laughs> well, I mean, neither am I. I assume King Mononon is mostly going to deal with that, but.
1: I think of myself as more of an elemental force.
0: I think everyone thinks of you that way, yeah. Or as like a horrific sea demon
1: but yeah 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 that works yeah i am still in form of the lurker i I think
2: oh god (laughs) put that away
1: (laughs) i have not yet dropped Mm. it
2: hey finn thoughts on maybe dropping that now that all of these people are in great distress coming back from a battle
1: okay fine and I turned back to normal.
0: Um, Nell does, like, sort of snap their fingers like they just remembered something. Is like, oh, hey, Ben, did he drop from the sky? Yeah. Was that what I saw?
1: He did. Uh, not sure where he landed.
2: Well, he was a snail, and then he got fireballed. Classic Ben. Yeah.
0: Northern. I don't think anyone, I certainly haven't seen him wash up here. Finn, you should check if anyone ate him.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I go I go to the shoreline and do a telepathic check. Like, I feel
2: like surely he could have ev- evades that. I feel like that he's that kind of slippery guy, but
1: Uh Ergnasi fell from the sky like a couple minutes before the lady oh, did. What? Anyone eat him?
0: Whoa. Um you hear like a whole a whole bunch of fish conversation as they all like ask each other. Um and then finally one of the the giant shrimps like rather than using language just like beams an image into your mind. Um you sort of like see this shrimp. Like you see Ben, um, like hit the water and do that kind of like sinking slightly below it in slow motion thing that people always do when they hit the water and you see this shrimp, like, coming towards him with its, like, mandibles open, and then you see Ben like, snaps his eyes open, sees the shrimp does the, like, underwater thing, (laughs) and then just, like disappears, um, and you can tell that he he teleported somewhere um, away from the jaws of this shrimp immediately before he got eaten.
1: Well, Ben's in the wind, so to speak.
0: Always has been. Yeah, well. When is he not? <laughs> that's probably not a problem for right now.
3: I still don't know what that guy's deal was.
1: <laughs> I'm just hoping that now he gets sycophantically obsessed with us instead.
2: Mm, uh, I mean, I feel like Ben doesn't make the best choices with those people, so maybe not.
1: I am just saying, I wouldn't mind the Ballad of Finn Fisher making its way around the taverns.
0: Oh, I I definitely think there are going to be, regardless of Ben, there's going to be ballads making their way around taverns.
2: Yeah, there are other bards in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe better ones. Maybe good ones, even.
1: That'd be a first.
0: <laughs> um, it's around this time when King Monanon, like, does come back out and goes up this, like, the, the tower that you've seen him go up and make announcements from a few times before. And he sort of officially proclaims victory, and there is a great cheer that goes up from the crowd. Um, He specifically thanks you guys, um, kind of points you out, and he sort of explains like, shortly after our victory was concluded, there was an attempt on my life by the uh, person who referred to herself as the adventurer. I believe in an attempt to Steal the at least some of the power and resources of Erebrer for herself, um, making sure that she was the victor of this day rather than all of us. Um, but she was heroically defeated by Malachi Kasir, Finn Fisher, and Reagan Sigerson. So thank you to the three of them for saving my life and for their aid in this battle thus far. Malachi has
2: got his hand up over his face, like shining his face.
0: Malachi like
1: turns away. Finn has his arms out. He's drinking it in. He's like, yes, you're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. All for the glory of the sea, of course. <laughs> Raiden's
3: making
2: out with Alden again.
1: The lurker is ever present. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Finn, we're
1: supposed to be comforting them. <laughs> I find that comforting.
2: That's not a good indication.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he makes a few more kind of like pointing out, basically like negotiations will happen, um, but not everybody needs to worry about that. He declares that once all wounds have been treated and everyone is, is out of, of danger, the cleanup can begin, but first there will be a feast. I love a feast. And there's another kind of like great cheer that goes up.
1: Boy, I hope it's barbecue.
0: Yeah, you guys. Uh, the the day is sort of yours. People start to to break away and um, clean up from the battle and start setting up for the feast. Um, other notable people who are here that you sort of find kind of throughout the rest of the day. Um, Shiloh's grandma is alive and looking like. St- startlingly uninjured actually um, <laughs> wow. but she did like you You hear as as battle stories start getting swapped around that she like shot a lot of people from her like was a stunningly effective <laughs> the, archer. The one she was supposed to shoot? <laughs> oh yeah the one she was supposed to shoot don't worry she's very good at her job um, you find Gersh. Thank god Gersh takes a little while to find because he's in the infirmary um, and actually Aww. like lost, lost an eye with like a big, took a big sword to the face at one point um, but he's in he's in relatively good spirits about it. He's like, Well um Chicks dig scars. Amazing that I hadn't lost an eye yet.
2: Chicks dig scars. Yeah. I'm like Sheila'll think it's it's very good looking, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Finn hesitates and then gives a polite nod to Gersh's boys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gersh's boys who are all like they don't all need to be in the infirmary but they're all like crowded just here yeah. <laughs> everyone is like <laughs> making their way around them they're like we got you boss yeah <laughs> um all give Finn a synchronized polite nod back there we go was Maggie there I think so. I think yeah, Maggie I don't remember there. if I specifically described them, but they probably would have come with. This is the, the shark headed person who lives on the dragon isles um, and is also also like standing amongst all these like big dragonborn men. And then Maggie standing there at the foot of Grisha's bed. Um, um, Perrin, the sorcerer kid. Um, you do. So,
1: <laughs> Your you're kid. I don't. I don't want it. Hey, Perrin, Reagan was really worried sick about you. He's been, he, you've been on his mind for sure. No, <laughs> we had total faith in you, Perrin.
0: He does like very excitedly tell all three of you that there were some, and this is where you learn that like there were some Lithiosian troops that like um, swam up to the island, kind Whoa. of like got off the, the ships and swam up. Um and so there was some. It was good that there were troops that were stationed back here that were able to sort of take them out. And parents like, and I shot lightning at one of them, which was crazy, but I, it, it worked. I like hit him with a ball of lightning. So is parents' hair like sticking up all over the place? <laughs> yes. and smoking a bit. Yeah, it's exactly exactly like a uh, a cartoon. There's like a, a halo of hair around his head. Regan has a a horrible realization. He's like, I
3: really. Guys, it's just—it's not. You keep on saying he's my kid, and he's the. It's not impossible. It's the thing that's freaking me out. No, it's like it's plausible. Ugh. Oh, Jesus, man! How many <laughs> the ages don't line up?
1: It's—it's it's a figure of speech, Reagan.
3: Uh, hey. Uh, good job. Uh, glad you—you you seem pretty well adjusted about the whole thing. So I'm uh glad to hear that, and uh maybe a little too happy, honestly. Yeah. Eh well, let you have that. Um you know, if you wanna uh if you wanna talk to some people uh who are like us, uh there's a bunch of them here, they'll uh they'd be happy. Just don't well mm,
2: I probably shouldn't give Gersh a child. Oh no, not the boys.
3: Nah no,
0: you'll be fine. You can be one of the boys, parent. You'll you'll learn a lot. Reagan, Reagan. <laughs> what? Perrin, like, excitedly runs off to go find the boys. Um,
1: they do know how to have a good time.
0: Be the person you needed when you were younger. Isn't that when
3: they say I needed somebody to hook me up with a frat of dragons?
2: I feel like if perhaps you'd had
0: the boys when you were younger, you might not be here. <laughs> um, is there anything that you guys want to do this afternoon? I would like to...
2: Use up my remaining healing capacity to help out with whoever may need it, even if that's just my little brother's here.
0: Yeah, you definitely. I mean, they're, they're welcoming any. Every cleric and druid and paladin here is like running low on spell slots, so, so anyone who's got anything to spare is are like, any of them hot? Welcome. I mean, um, honestly, like yeah. And a lot of people are very impressed by you guys. Like every everywhere that you guys go, um, people are are smiling and shaking your hands and giving you thumbs up. Um, some of them seem like a little bit intimidated by all of you in general, especially by Finn. <laughs> um, but it's in an appreciative way. He's normal now. He's normal. Yeah.
1: Relatively.
0: At least he's not slimy anymore, um, or at least not that slimy unless you get close. <laughs> um,
3: I'll also help out with some healing.
2: Yeah, I, Malachi also doesn't want to step away from Finn and Reagan at all right now, so he would hope that they would be a, like be willing to put up with him going to do this for a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah. Finn goes to a cleric and pulls him aside and is like, "Hey, listen, I I can't cast any healing spells, but um." Uh, here, you can you can have these. And he pulls out a few jars of supplements. <laughs> it's like, uh, here, on the house.
0: What What are these?
1: Oh, they're supplements. You know, if you want to put a little pep in someone's step, a little more, uh, you know.
2: Zing under their wing. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, a little more zing in their wing. Uh, just, you can pass them out. Give them to the ones who are beyond saving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cleric looks at Malachi and is like, are
2: these legit? Malachi shakes his head silently behind Finn. Okay, great. Um
0: <laughs> he takes
1: them Finn is nodding vigorously.
0: <laughs> he takes them and uh is like, okay, great, thank you, um, Mr. Fisher, for these will be super, super helpful to all of our injured people.
1: You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Malachi makes a little grimace behind Finn.
1: <laughs> you hear you hear Finn whisper, all gave some. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, he, the, the cleric, like, tucks, tucks the supplements into his pocket, um, and then you see, Malachi, you see him, like, go to the back of this building and just kind of, like, dump them out behind the building. <laughs> I turn Finn away.
1: <laughs> oh, that, out back must be where they keep the really injured people.
2: Oh, yeah, the, no- yeah, it's like horses. Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> he gives you a little smile, Malachi, and is like, thank you. Um, and then it's like, hey, you, you come- here, basically just, like, hands you, like, a stack of bandages and, like, points oh. to uh. people who are injured. And it's like, you look like you can actually help. Yeah? Yeah. Great.
1: Finn pulls out his bag of mixed berries and to Malachi. is like, <laughs> do you think they want these? It's like a 50-50. Okay,
2: um, maybe you should taste test some of those before you start handing them out.
1: That's not going to help, Malachi. It's 50-50.
2: I mean, taste test all of them. <laughs> I I start administering
3: some
1: draconic
3: cure wounds. Which is yeah. weird because I'm a sorcerer and a barbarian, which are two things that are not supposed to be able to cast that spell. And yet, what were
0: you saying about whoever was hot? We cut you off.
2: Oh, true.
0: Well, it was this this cleric turned into the oh. the hot one who was helping <laughs> helping Finn. He's like this like this like half elf guy, some like nature cleric, clearly. Mm has like a, li- a little bit of a wry smile, but kind eyes, mm. um and who is like clearly one of the people who's like in charge here directing things around
2: when he smiled at Malachi, just a tiny little bit of steam came out of his ears, but just a tiny little bit
0: <laughs> um yeah, you guys you help out in the infirmary for a while. um as as it like gets to be kind of like evening once you guys have sort of been like, w- once your magic has tapped out and you sort of the clerics mm. kind of like shoo you away and are like, okay, we're good. Thank you. Um. I do need to lead into Mal
3: and be like, hey, by the way, uh, I did kidnap your grandpa. I forget if we were able to talk uh, about this. So he... When? You know, everything happened so fast, but he wasn't on the ship that exploded. He was here. So he's here somewhere. So I just wanted to tell you that so you don't like get gooped if we run into him at the after party or something. I mean, I don't think we will. You think he'll be invited to the after party? Well, I don't know. King Monodon seems like a pretty chill guy, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Okay. But uh, if you wanted to um, talk about it
2: I, um, with him, I don't know. I'm with gonna... him? No. Oh, okay. No, no, it's fine. Uh, thanks for not killing him, I guess.
3: Yeah, I felt like that should be you should have the opportunity to do that if you were to need to yeah i i don't know i but like it doesn't have to be or like if your if your mom wanted to see him like i don't know i just i just want to let you know he's
2: here and uh if yeah. he says
3: that i stole his sword and frisked him
2: for valuables that is a lie no you you did do that you you told me about
3: no
0: nah, I, <laughs> I i don't think so
2: Malakai's axe is glowing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Reagan sticks the nine lives sword behind his back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: You guys hungry?
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: could eat. You go out to where there's like tables being set up and like a, a somewhat haphazard feast kind of being collected as as people bring out the provisions and all of the uh, alcohol that got like stashed away where it would be safe and not get exploded during the battle. Um... Nell comes up to you guys spinning a volleyball on their finger and is like, eh, eh, do we have time? Oh,
1: you're (laughs) on. Oh, for hell and fuck's sake. Finn slams a glass of lemon juice. Do you have a team?
0: (laughs) Yes, of course I have a team. Alden, Shiloh, somewhere.
2: (laughs) Um, Do you have a real team? Oh.
0: (laughs) I'm going to get those dragonborn on my side. Then you'll see. They lose too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the- the tournament that gets set up, you end up, like, pulling a whole bunch of people in because everyone is, like, very enthusiastic about this. Everyone needs to get the stress out. <laughs> it is a slightly more dangerous version of beach volleyball than you've played because Erebrera doesn't have beaches, they just have, like, rocky shores. So it is,
2: like- I love this stuff. It's not difficult terrain to me.
0: Yeah, weirdly, only helps Malachi more as everyone else is having to figure out how to, like, balance on these sharp rocks. <laughs> um... Um, do you guys want to roll one more time for old time's sake? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. What are
0: we rolling? Just athletics
2: checks? I think you just each make athletics checks.
1: 18
3: plus
0: 8.
1: That's a 10 for Finn.
0: (laughs) Uh, 27? Wow. Um... Alden and Nell both rolled 18s, um, but they're not not as good at athletics as you guys are. So you can tell that they've been practicing at some point, um, but it still is like not quite. Um, And then Shiloh rolled a two, poor thing, which gets her to like a six total. And she's like, sorry that I didn't want to practice volleyball because I was busy making the magic items that save all of our lives. It's just me, I guess. Well, that's all we've been doing is practicing volleyball, so...
3: Yeah. <laughs> I I let Shiloh ride on my shoulders. Uh.
0: <laughs> she acts grumpy about it, but Well, we win. So Yeah, you do win. You win handily, um, and everyone like Next team <laughs> We do this for another hour. I roll for every NPC.
1: <laughs> There's one team that needed a third, so Finn summons a slod to be on their team. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, this guy's great.
0: <laughs> the slot is pretty good at volleyball, but the teamwork between the three of them is just miserable because they don't want to get near it. <laughs>
3: Malachi's three parents versus Railthor, Baleen, and
2: Gersh. <laughs> or Shiloh's grandma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and and that's that's how the night kind of ends with with this celebration in the air as the battle has been won. Woo! Um,
1: in the morning, for the first time in a while, I wake up and Nurgle is not curled up <gasps> next to me, but I see him at breakfast and I pluck an owl feather out of his back. <laughs> I'm like,
0: ah, I
1: see, ah!
0: Can birds get married?
1: <laughs> the rules are different.
0: Whoa. <laughs> um, so over the next few days, um, the Dragon Isles crew goes back to the Dragon Isles um, like pretty quickly. Um, they take Perrin with them, and they all Aww. tell Reagan, like, Gersh gives you a big slap on the back and is like, show up anytime, cousin. I'll be around soon. Good, good. We'll tell Stella to keep an eye out for you.
3: <laughs> God knows I'll need it. I hug all the boys. Actually,
2: he needs it.
0: <laughs> they all hug you. Um, and, yeah, they head back. I think they teleported here, so I guess they have some way to teleport home. (laughs) Um, Well, they're sorcerers. Sorcerers can get teleportation circles, so someone who's a sorcerer um, gets them back. Um, In general, like, the the next few days are just involved like a lot of rebuilding um you know that negotiations are happening there's like mm. finally proper actual peace talks um that little the remnants of the lithios fleet did indeed kind of like back off a few miles and regroup and were in communication with mainland dermator the actual mm. um royal house and What ends up happening is that uh, Lithios entirely withdraws from Erebraer's waters and stops their expansion into the Northern Sea. There is also like a big prisoner exchange where all of the soldiers, including General Neiman, that were being held by Erebrer get like swapped with a whole bunch of prisoners from kind of all over the place that Lithios was still holding on to. So that, that happens. Um, You know that Mar goes and talks to her father. And then you know that, like, you see him, Malachi, like, kind of going, being led with all of these other prisoners up to a ship that's going to go swap them with Lithios. And you see, he looks like, uh, still like the perfect soldier's posture, Mm. but looks tired and just kind of like. You, you, you can see it in his face even if you can't see it in his shoulders. Yeah. I don't think he he doesn't look at Malachi. He no. just kinda like walks.
2: Malachi just walks and walk onto the ship and feels weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's sort of how all of that that settles. Um there is the situation between Erebraer and Lithios cools as Lithios mm. pulls back over these next few next few days to a to a week. Um the Marquan crew, including Railthor, stays for, like, a couple more days, and then heads back to Marquan. Um, Railthor tells you all that, like, come, come, stop by anytime." There's that, uh, the, the thing that
2: no one is supposed to know that I told you about. Well, well I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, Jesus Christ, Dad. <laughs> I don't know what you're not talking about. Uh,
1: did he even say anything? I didn't hear anything. He gives you a big, obvious wink.
2: <laughs> is someone talking about something we should not know uh, that we don't know about?
1: Do I know you, sir?
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. Dad, yes.
2: I... I want
3: to
0: come stay with you for a while. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get the guest room ready. Right now it's just being used as a storage room for all my extra pickaxes, but I will clear them out. (laughs) Oh, you
2: should leave those in there.
3: I
0: thought he was going to say pickles. (laughs) (laughs) Those also. (laughs) Pickles and axes. I've gotten big into pickling lately. (laughs) All right, no,
3: we could do that. We could do like a Sigerson's pickles or something. I'm just trying to find, like, I've thrown a lot of stuff at the wall, seeing kind of what's going to stick, like for like a Mm. a post-grad path here. So I got
2: pro wrestling and... Pickling so far, Jesus. Mining. Something maybe that doesn't start with a P.
1: Piracy. Oh no, that's a P.
2: Yeah, no. Well, also, he. That was like pre grad. I feel. But yeah. Um. Once I. Uh, I'm gonna.
3: I'm gonna help out here, and then. Uh, I'll come on back, and. We can. Uh, figure it out.
0: Good. He smiles, hugs you, um, and then. They depart. Back to Marquan. Um. The. Farian group, I mean, mostly Malachi's family, um, get a ship. Mm. There's sort of a, a a lot of the, like, allies and people who've helped are, like, being, somehow, you don't know exactly how it happens, but somehow Mar talks someone into giving her a ship. (laughs) Good for her. And she and Shala and Tak are going back to Farian. Um, they offer that Malachi is, of course, welcome to come with them if he wants. Is Farian still occupied? As of yet, Mar nods, um, but you you know that Mar is like, already, she's like, we're going to see what we can do. I've been told that I'm allowed to go back there without fear of being assassinated. Now, that was part of the situation,
2: although we're going to... No, that was absolutely a concern before. I do remember that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to watch our backs still, but I think that um, we should be all right to go home from from what I understand of the situation
2: um, do you have I don't know some means of like a communication cloth or something a way that you can let me know if.
0: yeah she's like yeah we can get a um, we can get a sending stone a set of sending stones and she'll take one and give you the other and she'll be like mm-hmm. if anything you know notable happens we'll call you yeah
2: uh, yeah I'd like that um, okay, I'd like to help if I need to. We probably will need you too. I think. Um, well, I guess <laughs> I was gonna say fly safe, but they're just sailing. <laughs> S- Sail safe. Drive safe.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she she says you you be safe too, and they take their leave and head back to Farian.
1: As the ship sails away, Finn stares intently at it for a minute and then goes to Malachi. Oh yeah, they'll be fine.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Finn. Malachi sort of like puts an arm around Finn's shoulders.
1: (laughs) My giant shrimps are still in the bay. They've just been chilling off the coast this whole time.
2: (laughs) Maybe don't let anyone on the island see those.
1: (laughs) They're pretty hard to miss.
0: When are you sending your giant shrimps home? Do they just live here now? (laughs) Congrats, (laughs) Erebrer.
1: They just like hanging out with me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
1: <laughs> Baleen and I have been working on naming them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Baleen's... Uh, once you finish naming all the shrimp, Baleen is like, Okay, Finn, how much longer are we hanging around here, or can we go home?
1: Uh, I don't know. I turned to Mal and Reagan, like, do we still need to do stuff here, or are we, uh... Are we dismissed?
2: I, I mean, I don't think we need to do anything, but I would like to know, I guess, what... Aerebrere intends to do going forward.
0: So, Aerebrere, so King Monanon sticks by what he's said and basically is like, if Lithios isn't encroaching in our waters, then we're going to leave them alone. Mm. And, like, they can sort their own shit out. Um, if they threaten us again, they know what will happen. We've sort of shown shown now that Aerebrere will not go down so easily. And... You guys are basically like, yeah, you you don't have a uh, direction anymore. You can stay on. Erebrer will welcome your help for as long as you want to stay. But they also have, like, plenty of allies and plenty of manpower. And you are, at the end of the day, only three people. Yeah. The rest of AAA also hangs out for, like, a few few days. Um, Their plan, as they'll explain to you... Is they're going to take that airship um, and go? Basically, like a lot of of the sort of remnants of AAA that you've brought with you, things have diffused enough that some of them can go home. Those who like had True. places that they wanted to go to. Um, so Nell explains to you basically like, yeah, we're just kind of go going to go around and drop everybody off. Um, and Shiloh's like, we also need to go back to the manor. Organization disbanding or? Yeah, we. I think. Yeah, we're, we're disbanding, but I want to go back to the manor. We haven't, I mean, we were all living there. I'm not expecting there to be much left, uh, because as you'll remember, um, after the adventurer did her whole stunt, Lithio's forces attacked the island, um, and kind of like, Shiloh's like, yeah, I'm not expecting there to be a ton left, but anything I can salvage, I mean, a, a bunch of us were like working on projects and had a whole bunch of, like, magic and you shit you do excel there. at salvaging. I do excel at salvaging. So, we're gonna stop by there first, see if there's anything to get, and then we're just gonna go around and drop people off.
1: Yeah, um, and I mean, if you salvage any cool magic items there that you're working on that maybe you wanna, uh, give to... <clears throat> oh, nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, like, looks kind of pointedly at your trident, and is like,
3: yeah, if I find
0: anything... Cool, I'll tell you, Finn.
3: Finn, remember when you did, like, 7d10 damage just by, like, thinking really hard?
1: Ah, uh, I do. <laughs> like it was several days ago.
0: <laughs> um, And then the three of them sort of look at each other, and Nell's like, after that, I don't really know that we have a plan immediately, but there's a lot of wrongs that still need to be righted. Well, you can always call us. Oh, yeah, we'll call you for sure. Oh, yeah,
1: I want to keep doing cool stuff.
2: Stay here, because, like, not to be hateful,
3: but, like, now, I, we killed your dad, uh, so you don't really have, like, a place to go to right now. Well, now that you're
2: saying that, it does sound kind of hateful, but we didn't mean it like that. Yeah, no, I mean, but, you know, you I don't- I think
1: they still have an open tab at the Bluefin Tropical Resort. <laughs>
3: wow. Oh, no,
1: absolutely not.
3: Hey, it's temp controlled. Like, right? I mean, with, with AAA being gone, you don't have- No, the place you have to be in in Shiloh's family's all here and Alden,
1: I mean... Are you asking them if they want to move in with Shiloh's family (laughs) (laughs) just on Shiloh's behalf? No,
3: I'm just thinking that this would be genuinely like a good strategic base of operations for a roving mercenary band to kind of set up
0: and figure their shit out. Yeah, you can see, I mean, you correctly identify, Reagan a little bit of like... uh. The similar sort of feeling that you guys are having of kind of like, oh, what the fuck do we do now coming from Nell also, um, as they sort of like slow down a little and are like, yeah, that's true. We could come back here. And Shiloh's like, my grandma would be thrilled. She didn't like that I was, you know out south instead of I mean there's like there's so many sheep. I can't stress enough how many sheep there are around here. <laughs> and Alden's like, I like sheep. That would be fine. Well, at least for Malak a while. has already
2: befriended like seventeen different sheep during <laughs> his
1: time. Yeah, I'll say there's a lot of sheep around here. And Finn gestures over to where the adventurer's knights are like hanging out <laughs> off to one side.
2: What are those guys still doing here?
1: Well they don't have an airship anymore, so
2: <laughs> You'd think that they would take the
3: outfits off. Like, do you think it gets hot in there? Oh, my God. Do you think they just baked to death in there and they're just sitting there?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen them move in like two hours, actually.
3: They're like Jiffy Pop.
0: No, <laughs> um, no. Nell, like, yeah. So maybe maybe we will come back here, but we do need to drop everybody off first. So we're going to head out and do that. You guys are welcome to come if you want. But if you're going back to Gillsbury, that's fine. We'll see you later, I guess.
2: Yeah, you can always you can always sew with us.
1: I and mean, feel free to visit Gillsbury, too. Yeah. We have lots of rustic hospitality. It's
2: going to be pretty nice.
1: Well, actually, maybe wait a little, because right now I think it might still be in smithereens. But...
0: Yeah, that's why I said gonna.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, cool. So you guys sort of... Uh, you you spend those few days helping Erebraer and recovering yourselves, um, and then eventually you you sort of split off, and the airship... Kind of like takes off. Alden gives Reagan like one last lingering kiss and is like, wow. call me.
3: Wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Wait, I have something for you. What? You do? Yeah. Um. I- I mean, it's kind of like, a oh, it's, it's a weird gift to give somebody, but like, I feel like it's kind uh, of going
2: Malachi turns Finn away.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It kind of vibes with the whole aesthetic. And I also stole it from a high ranking military official, uh, which I feel like Ooh. is kind of a jam. Uh, so That's true. Here. And I present him with the cursed sword <laughs> I took from General Neiman. Oh, my grandpa's. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I tried it. Swords aren't really my style. That's, that's definitely yeah. a you thing. Uh, so, yeah, hang on to that.
0: And yeah. He kind of like tests the balance and it's like, huh. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is super cursed. Yeah. Great. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah and uh, I, I'll, I'll see you when you uh, come back or something. Yeah.
1: Oh, what a beautiful wedding present.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to tell him.
2: Mm. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> malachi will give them a departing hug when they leave including alden yeah. but naturally yeah. as he hugs alden he's like good job thanks i know your phone number uh, what okay <laughs> i know where you live
0: you don't actually that's what we just had a conversation well about.
2: <laughs> i know that you don't know where you live either <laughs> He laughs and he's like, I'm a- none of us really have a solid <laughs> sense right now I'm- but we are, I'm aware Alden. uh uh-huh. Also I'm glad you made it. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm-, I'm gonna miss these little talks, Malachi. I'm glad you made it too. <laughs> I'll miss you too. I squeeze Alden's head into my shoulder.
1: <laughs> Finn goes for a hug and he's able to hug them all at once with his mage hand and various tentacles.
2: Wow. <laughs> Please get tougher, Malachi whispers to Alden as we-, as we say goodbye. I need you to be like 30 HP stronger when we see you next time.
0: Got it. I mean, hopefully we're not going to be in immediate peril next time. I'm,
2: I mean, you're sailing the ocean, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess we never know.
2: <laughs> Finn's, Finn's dad lives down there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say, he might not love the imagery of a sky airship, so I, I don't think I can do much for you there. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no, Just Just tell him that it's like it's it's less pollution because it's not like polluting the surface of his domain with its... Wood? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can spit it. You can spit it, Finn. I trust you. What's wrong with wood, huh? <laughs> I can't win shit in
0: this ocean. Um, they take off, uh, literally. Um, and you guys can whirlpool your way back to Gillsbury? Is that the next plan?
1: Um, okay, so I do want to go to Gillsbury. I'm pulling Malachi, Reagan, and Baileen into a huddle. And I say, yeah, so I do want to go to Gillsbury. Um... My Whirlpool teleport, it's not big enough for all the shrimps. And I've been telling them about Gillsbury. Um, I think they're excited. They
2: can swim, I think. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just, I mean, maybe we take Matt Black for old time's sake. Oh, we still do have that. I mean, I sure
3: hope it didn't get hit
0: by Fireball
3: in your pocket.
0: How long does it take to get to Gillsbury from here? From here it's a... It's a decent chunk of time, um, but you know, Good like- Good thing I like you guys. Yeah, I, like a, a a couple weeks, I think. Oh, wow. We, a week and a half. You guys are, you're in the Northern Sea, and Gillsbury is like on the south side of Lithios. Probably like a week and a half. If you guys don't want to sail on a ship with each other for a week and
2: a
1: half, fine. We can just whirlpool. No, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. It's been a while. Let's
2: fucking
0: do it. I'll tell my dad I'll be back later. <laughs> If anybody gets in a big feud, then we can um, teleport.
1: Actually, yeah, half of us can stay on the ship, half of us can teleport. Yeah. Uh,
0: who's who's feuding? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I know. Malachi I'm narrows his
2: eyes suspiciously at Baleen.
0: <laughs> I'm famously a troublemaker. What can I say?
2: True. I don't know, Finn. She might be a bad influence. <laughs> I say jokingly.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, this will be fun. Bailey, I mean, it'll give us time to work out some uh, longbow softball moves. I, <gasps> oh I can't God. wait to tell Coach Conch about this. You're so <laughs> okay.
2: Just make sure that when you're aiming on the ship, you're aiming over the edge of the ship and not at anybody else who's on the ship,
1: please. <gasps> what, if we aim over the edge of the ship, it might hit a fish, Malachi.
2: Yeah. Malachi? You can tell them to clear the area. I don't know. We're in their house. Okay. Well, I'm in this house. I'm pointing at Matt Black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't stab me, ship. <laughs> You you guys get on Matt Black still having this argument.
1: Solstice
0: Arrows uh end up all over <laughs> the deck. Um, yeah, and you have a nice a nice voyage back to Gillsbury.
1: God. You know, teleporting's great, but I have missed this bidet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, the shrimps come with you, I guess, trailing behind you, just this army of like Aha. 20 enormous shrimps. Um, Let's go,
1: gang. Can introduce you to your grandparents.
0: <laughs> um you soon you see like and you are you're sailing through like you end up sailing through Lithio's waters once you kind of like get out of the northern sea. But you you don't really see any, like, you don't experience any trouble. Every once in a while, you'll see, like, another ship on the horizon, and you just kind of, like, both pass by each other as ships normally do. Wow. In the night, even? <laughs> Sometimes in the night, yeah. <laughs> um, you uh, make your way to, you, you feel the air start getting warmer and warmer around you. The shrimp seem to like the warm temperature, although they were fine at the cold temperatures, too. They're kind of all all-terrain shrimps but they seem to they become more lively as you reach the i don't know sometimes i just say things (laughs) um as you reach the the warmer balmier atmosphere of gillsbury um and pretty soon you see a little fishing village on the shore um Missing some buildings, but also with others that have kind of been built in their place in the the weeks that have passed since uh, Gillsbury was originally attacked. Um, Baileen is so excited. She's like, on the day that she knows you're getting Aww. to Gillsbury, she's like, has so much energy, is like all over the place.
1: Oh, there it is.
0: I braid her hair. Aw. Um, she, like, grabs Finn's arm as- as Gillsbury actually comes into view. Um, you see, as you approach, like, people- people recognize Matt Black. You've been to Gillsbury and Matt Black before, and so at least some people know that it's- it's Finn. Um... And so it's hard to fucking miss <laughs> by the by the time that the that Matt black pulls into the dock there's a whole bunch like practically the whole village uh, gathered on the docks waiting for you guys to get here hey, Is that fucking kid still around? Oh, yeah. Uh, Guppy O'Connor oh, is standing, like, standing front and center with his arms crossed.
4: Um, Guppy! Does he have a
0: little crown askew on his head? <laughs> yeah, he does. And the slingshot is, like, in his hand. Um, I swear to but God. you also see that, like, multiple multiple people are keeping an eye on him. He, like, starts to raise the slingshot toward the ship, and someone someone just pushes it down. Malachi,
2: t poses in front of Finn.
1: Yeah. You see, as he raises the slingshot, there's, like a tear in reality behind him starts to open and a tentacle peeks out and then it disappears when he puts the slingshot down.
0: (laughs) Annihilate this probably four hit point (laughs) child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Matt Black pulls up and you see Baileen like practically goes flying off of it and um, right into Min's arms. He like grabs her and like spins her around. Um, Finn, your parents like come like running around um, with more like speed than you've seen them move in recent years. Um, (laughs) Both grab you into a hug and are like, oh, we're so happy to see you. Like, oh, we've been so worried. Oh, Oh, my goodness. You're You're all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're fine. I mean, it's been an exciting few weeks in Gillsbury, but everything is just, just peachy.
1: Oh, Oh, it's good to see you.
0: Your dad is like, son, have you gotten slimier since we last saw you?
1: Yes, thank you for noticing.
0: I knew, I'm I'm proud of you. I knew that's what you've always wanted, so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Are you going to tell them that they're
1: grandparents? Oh my god, right. Also, there's... Uh,
2: uh, you should preface <laughs>
0: that they are a shrimp. A
1: bunch of someones who what? I want you to meet. Come here, what? come here. Um, look, look, there. Yes? See a ways out from shore, the the hulking titanic shrimp monsters?
0: Oh, wha- yeah.
1: Well, I coughed them up at the bottom of the ocean... So exact relationship, unclear, but I feel very paternal towards them.
0: Oh, you see them like look at each other. um, And then Finn's mom is like, well, isn't that just wonderful? I'm so (laughs) thrilled. Have them over for dinner. Yeah, oh, yep. We'll have to set the table with, what do shrimps eat, Finn?
1: Uh. Well, apparently, uh, Lithiosian soldiers, among other things. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. <laughs> well, fortunately, we don't have any of those around anymore. Um, but, uh, well, I'm sure we could figure something out. We're hospitable. Um, hey, where's the traitor? <laughs> oh, he skipped town a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah, people were making things very unpleasant for him, so he, uh,. Scooted on out of here to Dermatore, I think. Oh. It's good to see you two, by the way. Finn's mom like hugs hugs Reagan and Malachi and is like very happy to see you. Yeah. Um I'll hug Finn's mom. Min and Bailey and finally finish kissing and Min comes over and like <laughs> gives it's you a them. big hug, Finn.
1: Ah uh, <laughs> my man! Oh my god, I'm so glad you're okay. What what are these giant shrimp? Oh new friends? That's one word for them. Uh they're my brood, I think I'll oh. say.
0: Great, congratulations.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, see there, that's Jonesy, that's Eddie, uh, that's Martin, that's... I darted a glance at Reagan and then whispered him in, that's Hartmark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs)
1: That's Bruella. Mm
0: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn, your parents also hug Baileen, and you can see that like her parents come out and it's just everyone is reuniting. Father Ceviche comes and like Ah. shakes your hand and gives you a hug. Um, I'll hug Father Ceviche. Yeah, he gives you a hug too, and is like, everyone is very glad to see, and those of you who those who met Malachi and Reagan are like, oh, it's it's good to have you back. We're glad that you that you came back to Gillsbury. Yeah, we're normal now. Um It's like, you guys have, you've been on this dock for, like, maybe, maybe five minutes. Um, when Min goes, like, okay, I maybe should be waiting for, like, a more, I don't know, romantic moment. But I'm, like, pretty terrified that, I'm pretty terrified that something bad is going to happen again. So I feel like I've got to seize the moment while I've got it. And he just, like, drops to one knee, pulls out this little, like, this little, like, uh, oyster-shaped, uh, box. And, like opens it up to reveal a ring and is like, Baileen, will you marry me? And Bailene goes, of course I will. I Yay. just like grabs him and they're hugging. Aww. Everybody cheers. Aww.
1: Malachi weeps. Finn prestidigitates a bunch of sparks flying in the air like fireworks. Whoa.
3: Reagan starts popping <laughs> bottles of champagne out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bailene pulls back and goes, I call dibs on Finn as my best man. And Whoa. Min's like, Shoot! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> we only have one friend. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. And the the uh, homecoming quickly becomes Min. You can have Jonesy. I don't. Uh.
1: He could be the ring bearer.
0: Jonesy and I just met. I feel like this isn't really. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Okay. But listen, But Min, you and Eddie are gonna get along <laughs> great. Let me tell you.
0: Hmm. <laughs> which one's Eddie? The one with the like the pointy legs sticking out really high?
1: Right, yeah, that's him.
0: He loves to stick mm. that leggy out. Yeah,
3: mm. he takes after Uncle
1: Reagan. Great. He's the bookish one.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you get a a big Gillsbury reception. Um, and yeah, it's Finn. It is. It's good to be home. It's good to see uh. you've changed so much, and some parts of Gillsbury have too. But the like the heart of your hometown is still very much the same. Um cool. So let me know, kind of like what what do you guys think you do over the next few, like, weeks and months, as you are now like you're you're at Gillsbury sort of like check. Now what? Ooh.
1: Well, I have something that I wanna do pretty soon mm-hmm. after we get to Gillsbury. Maybe the same day, maybe the next day. Oh, ho, ho. Uh I call a war council. <laughs> I get Malachi and Reagan and Nurgle and Min and Baleen in a room, and we are in there for the afternoon figuring oh. out what I need to say to Mela. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Malachi the entire time is like, I don't know why I'm here.
1: Well, I-, I figured if I didn't invite you, you'd just sort of stand somewhere and stare into space.
0: No, I'm happy to be included, but I'd... I'd- uh, Min, Min, by the way, totally takes your side, Finn He's like, I don't know how you were supposed to know She was not being clear at all <laughs> Thank you <laughs> she, she just kissed you without saying You're my boyfriend now first I mean, What's that supposed to mean? And it could mean anything <laughs> Exactly
3: Baileen and I are painting our nails and chewing gum And being like, oh my god Hang on,
2: are you only allowed to kiss if he's your boyfriend? I'm- Malachi's taking notes <laughs>
0: Well, according to Finn, you have to be married, I think. No. no.
1: I'm fine with premarital kissing. You guys do that all the time. You just don't do anything else. That's why it's okay. What? I do? <clears throat> I'm talking to Min and Baileen, my friends who are engaged.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. They both go, yeah, right. We don't do anything else. And the axe, like, lights up behind Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them.
1: There's, like, charts on the wall. There's tons of crumpled up pieces of paper around. Uh-huh. We're all wiping our brows with handkerchiefs.
2: Yeah. Have you considered getting her a fancy hat?
1: <gasps> ladies do like fancy hats. Yeah, I
2: mean, that's in my experience.
1: If there's one thing you've taught me, Malachi, it's that.
2: I know what the ladies like, notoriously. <laughs> the axe lights up. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. You you put your heads together, come up with something. Do we? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then I want to teleport to Neftis to go see Mela.
0: Cool. Do you do you leave us here? We can
2: let him have this
3: one.
1: You guys can come if you want. I don't I'll be back tomorrow.
2: Okay, no, no. We're fine with staying here. I just was double checking that we weren't expected to be there as well.
1: Oh, you're invited, but like you're not going to come to Mela's door with me.
2: Absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, you, you make your way back to Nephthys. We do enroll Nurgle as a little spy for us. Oh, yeah. Nurgle goes with Telling you. him that when he gets back, he needs to tell me exactly what happened. Yeah.
0: Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, you You make your way back to the, um, the temple first, because you don't know where Mela lives. Um, it's like, it's midday, so you figure she's probably there.
1: I do, first, I stop at the marketplace to get a nice hat.
0: nice nice (laughs) um yeah go ahead and finn make an insight check for me to see like how how well suited of a hat you can come up with 22 okay okay you find like a really good hat that you like remember it like matches one of the shirts that she was wearing um one of the days that you guys hung out and you're like okay okay this feels solid all
1: right uh yeah and then i go to the temple
0: yeah, you show up at the temple, um, Ta Ta is like, ah, Scion
1: of the Lurker, you've returned! Oh yeah, Ta, you're here too, hey!
0: Yes, you've come back to see me, obviously, and to continue spreading the word of the Lurker.
1: That's right, did you hear what happened, uh, Topside? No,
0: actually, we're like pretty isolated.
1: Oh, I, I killed a wannabe god, it Whoa. was a pretty big deal if you're into surface stuff.
0: I'm I'm not, but I am into killing gods that aren't the Lurker. So, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you keep up the good work.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. Uh, listen, is
0: uh... <laughs> He's just like standing there smiling, not getting out of your way.
1: I knew I should have gotten a second hat. <laughs> uh, listen, is Mella here?
0: Mhm. Oh, oh. Yes. Uh Mella, Mella, Finn's back. Um and you see Mella like comes swimming up behind um, and she's like oh hi uh hi you see her like she kind of like real quick like is like fixing her hair um hey uh you're back yeah wow
1: yeah did you get my uh my swimming telegram when i (gasps) sent a fish into your brain
0: oh that was you yeah we played chess um i totally won so nice that was nice. I, th- you know, it makes more sense. I think he he was like, "You're great," but he didn't like explain. I just sort of thought that my subconscious was giving me like a really nice dream, where a fish was giving me a win because I kind of needed one. Yeah,
1: sorry. Um,
0: but this makes a lot of sense. No, it was a good dream. It really like carried me through the next couple of days. So thanks.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, I m- I meant sorry about how I just sort of uh, froze up there. Uh, you- uh, I got you this. I hold oh. out the hat.
0: Wow, this is my favorite color. Yes. She puts it on.
1: Oh, it looks great. Thanks. Uh, And listen, I just, uh, sorry, Ta, ta, could we have a moment? (laughs) (laughs) Ta's standing right there. Um, He's like, oh, yes.
0: Um, And drifts back, drifts, like moving backwards, drifts back into the darkness of the temple. (laughs) (laughs) Unblinking.
1: Listen, uh yeah, so uh as previously discussed uh 30 seconds uh-huh. ago, I sort of froze up there, but uh it was it was, it was good, you know? Yo, know, thumbs up. I, I liked you kissing me. Uh you wanna <laughs> grab dinner?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do a date where both of us know it's a date this time, maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. This poor girl. Awesome. Um, she she smiles and you can see her cheeks like get a little pink. Um and she's like, time leaving early. And you hear, like, from the depths so like,
1: mm. I said it was okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay, then.
0: <laughs> um, and she grins and grabs your hand and is like, there's a great place that I can do, no fish. A great place that specializes oh, in vegetarian underwater cuisine,
1: <laughs> so. I love it, all right, great, can't wait. I kiss her on the cheek.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, she s- smiles, blushes a little, um, and you guys swim off to dinner.
1: I hope they have a little tiny chair for Nurgle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Squid Nurgle is uh continuing to swim along with you. Um yeah, you you guys have a nice date. She says that she'd like to see you again anytime that you're around the sea and that she also would love to uh come see the surface at some point.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. You could come visit Gillsbury. you could come on adventures. Uh I if listen, if we're going to be doing this, I should be upfront with you. I do have a brood.
4: A
0: what?
1: A brood, uh, a legion of massive monstrous shrimps that spawn from my tummy.
0: Oh, okay. I don't think that's a deal breaker for me. Ah, great. Great.
1: I I can't promise it'll be the last time.
0: Yeah, that's fine. You're like a. Scary sea god person. So oh,
1: you know just what to say.
0: I don't, i just kind of find that hot. So whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wow, mella
2: monster fucker confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think she joined the cult of the lurker?
3: Uh-huh. Fair enough. Good
0: for her. You let your freak flag fly, sister. Nice. Okay. So Finn Finn goes on his date. Patches things up with Mella. Um anything Reagan and Malachi that you guys are doing in the meantime or in that next kind of span of time oh in Gillsbury
1: also I can come back and teleport you somewhere else
2: time time is fluid now feel free to do whatever Reagan and I can sit on the beach and exfoliate in great uh, canoe style seating
1: that is the thing to do there yeah. As you're sitting there, Finn rises up out of the ocean. It's yeah. like it went great, guys. Yeah,
2: yeah my boy.
3: Like actually great.
1: Yeah, she loved the hat. Like she thought so too. I think so.
2: Okay, good, good. I'm proud of you. He's growing up now. Oh, god. Ugh. Are we expected to chaperone? No. Oh, god, no,
0: no. He's on his own. Okay.
3: Um. Yeah. So I definitely intend to attend the wedding first.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, you guys stick around in Gillsbury for the kind of like few months um, that it takes to, to prepare a wedding. They want to, they, Min was eager to get the engagement in real quick, but they do want to, like, have time to set up a wedding. And they also want to, like, let Gillsbury, like, recover a little bit so mm. that it can be, like, a whole. Plus, like, Bailead actually made, like, despite Min saying we only have one friend, Bailead has other friends. <laughs> um, so she, like, she she's, like, sending out invitations to her, like, AAA friends around the sea, telling them wow. to come to her wedding. Wow, kind of rude of her to claim Finn, then. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, then, I think...
3: You know, if if nobody objects to me taking the taking the ship as the guy with the proficiency in water vehicles, I'm gonna sail
2: back home. Finn, are you sticking around Gillsbury?
1: Yeah, you no, know, adventure's great, but I do uh, think I need a break. Uh, you know, time to kick back. I I actually do still know where I live. Uh, it's here.
2: Okay, well, fine. Uh, I think Mal's if Reagan's cool, that Mal's probably gonna tag along with him because. He doesn't really feel necessarily at home. I mean, like he loves Finn and his family and all that, but Gillsbury's not like his home.
1: Oh man! Oh no, the the guys are doing like a sailing trip without me. <laughs> ah! Hey, I can teleport you if you want.
2: I'm not. I'm not gonna live with Reagan's dad. <laughs> I'm just taking the boat, man.
1: <laughs> okay, you take good care of her.
2: We'll be back. Don't you worry. Call us every morning, Finn. What do you mean us? You just said you're not living with me and my dad. Well, we're sailing, I mean. Oh, okay.
1: I can re- really, I'm best at calling people in the middle of the night.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not going to sleep in a room with you and your dad. <laughs> he said he has a guest room.
3: <laughs> um, Actually, Mal, mm. if you're cool with making a little side trip, uh, I figured that we could drop in on Angel Isle and uh, see if we can link up with a certain someone
1: there. Oh, okay. I'll come then. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> what? Oh, oh. Well, I'll still come. All right.
2: <laughs> I, I'll. I mean, I don't really have anywhere to be. So.
1: Yeah, we should. We should go see you.
0: Cool. So you guys take Matt Black down to Angel Isle.
1: I bring a couple of the shrimps.
0: You bring a couple of the shrimps. There definitely is an incident as you get closer to Angel Isle where like a pirate ship like comes up kind of near you and is like, Ah, what the fuck is that thing? And starts firing on the shrimp. Back
1: up, buddy! Back up!
0: (laughs) You guys successfully intimidate them away. Um, Can I
3: give the shrimps uh, flame decals on their backs that match matte black so people know they're with us?
0: Sure. Um, You... Make your way to Angel Isle, you start, I'm assuming you're asking around about Mm Nera. you learn, kind of like, as as you arrive, people actually kind of point you to, she's on Angel Isle, um, because she and a couple other pirate captains are in the middle of planning like a huge score, they've gotten some like intelligence about like, so as Lithios is undergoing a whole bunch of political upheaval, which actually I think by this point, enough time has passed between the time that you guys spent on Gillsbury and the, like, ship voyages that you've taken now, that about now when you're on Angel Isle is when news reaches you that the king of Lithios is dead hmm. under somewhat suspicious circumstances. Hmm. That sounds like a healthy
3: helping of not my problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the king has been killed somehow, which... Most people, like, around Angel Isle are inclined to think is a good thing. Sure. Um, the king's oldest son, who is stepping up to take the throne, has a reputation for being, like, less aggressive, but also, like, more assertive in that he's not as likely to be swayed by advisors who are going, like, we should... Mm conquer the seas which was mostly what was happening um he's he's got a reputation for being a little more level-headed and so people are hopeful that this um will lead to a more kind of peaceful era you guys also will learn you probably don't know this just yet at the point when you're at angel isle but i'll forget to say it if i don't say it now um <laughs> that the new king um is actually a sorcerer hmm so that leads to him having certain uh, policies and views on what kind of happened before him that uh, his father might not have approved of. Mm. The way that this affects the pirates is that a whole bunch of nobles who were buddy-buddy with the king are, like, loading all their wealth onto ships and fleeing. <laughs> um, and Nira and her her uh, friend Captain Momo that you've met a couple times, yeah. Nira and Captain Momo have, like good intel on where one of these ships is headed and it's like this is like a like one big score if we take this thing down we're set for life situation yeah
1: and that never goes wrong
0: <laughs> no <laughs> that's what nira's up to you guys are welcome to whoa insert yourselves into the situation if you'd like or just kind of let it play out i mean i don't need any
2: more well Maybe if they have some worth uh, valuable diamonds that I could use, but other than that. Um, is this meeting taking place in like the champagne room of a bar or something? Like, is this in like the?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: do we just like happen upon
0: it or like? Yeah, actually what happens is you run into Milson again um, and Milson is like, you're, you're <laughs> and Milson like is like, oh, it's top secret, but I can let you in on it. I can let you in on it.
2: <laughs> ah. They
0: let, they, you know?
3: Hannah, I wanna, I wanna sell Milson the weed that he sold me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, make it. It's like
2: check. a fine wine. It's aged into something better.
0: Not twenty. <laughs> 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 yeah, you sell it to him for so much more nice. than you paid for it. <laughs> you you turn a tidy profit on that and he has no idea. He's like, oh, new stuff, new stuff, this is it. See, you always know where to get the best stuff. Yeah,
3: it's druidic shit from up north. Whoa! That's oh, like yeah. dispensary
2: quality.
0: <laughs> That's the good shit. All right, yeah, look, come, come to this secret meeting with me.
2: <laughs> How did this guy get invited to the meeting?
1: <laughs> I find him endearing.
0: Yeah, but... It's supposed to be top secret.
1: Hey, every pirate crew needs a mascot.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you, you waltz into the champagne room. Um, Nira is surprised to see you. But she's she's like, Okay. Hi, Malachi and Reagan and Finn. Um, do you how did you We've gone our ways. I look at Milson, <laughs> and then she like sees she sees Milson standing with you and is like right. I uh put my whole crew on a deserted island so i had to find a new crew and pickings were a little slim um no offense milson um we're not here to stop whatever well
2: uh, what is going on let me i'll tell you if we're here to stop it uh
0: what's going on is that we are going to sink one of these fucking nobles from lithios which you i think like probably
2: yeah praxis i mean that i have no problem with that yeah
0: awesome um you if you guys want to help you're super powerful we'd love to have you on board you can get a cut momo looks makes an angry cat face <laughs> on her like to back say self <laughs> um, <laughs> scrunches her little nosy yeah <laughs> scrunches her little nose <laughs> um, but uh ultimately acquiesces
1: i don't seems a little unbalanced honestly
0: that's pirates she's got a point i think you told
2: me maybe not to be a pirate so
0: oh yeah but this is like this is the one big score like we do this then we can retire
2: right no i hear what you're saying um uh good luck
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) sounds
2: good hey no um after your one big score what are you if you if you get
0: this what are you gonna do she like thinks about it for a second and she's like uh well amelia keeps telling me that i need to settle down Um, and that she (laughs) she still doesn't want to do pirate stuff, but that she would like if I stopped doing pirate stuff. So with her (laughs) She like gives you a look, Malachi, and it's like and doesn't answer. (laughs) Um and then is like, but uh I don't know. I mean, I'd like to have more time to work on my inventions and not just be doing them like in the cabin of a moving ship. And then sometimes yeah. people come on my ship and steal them and point them at me. Because I-, <laughs> I know a lot of people settling down in different areas. And I
2: figured if you if you were going to be done with being a pirate, it might be nice to know where I could find you.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, d- depending on how big this hall is, I'll buy a fucking island. Not that you really need to buy them out here. You can kind of just like find them and then build a house on them. But I'd like to have a little workshop.
3: I know a guy. I know several guys. In fact, I know <laughs> basically an entire island that is just like a series of workshops. And uh yeah, I also know a guy who could... uh He
1: knows a lot of people. I do know a lot of people, but
3: good for you, man. Thank you. It's. uh
1: And he's only killed some of them.
3: Wow. I have something for you also.
2: For me? Malachi looks <laughs> at Reagan like, um. <laughs> uh.
3: No, uh, I've been, uh, carrying this around because, you know. You fucking pervert. Here's the thing, right? You're important to Malachi, and Malachi's important to me. Sure. And there was a large part of me that thought that, you know, maybe if I could understand you, it would help me understand him better. You know, it would help me connect to him and, and be what he needed. Uh, but it turns out I don't know how to fucking read so here's your diary back.
0: <laughs> she takes it and she's like, thanks! I, You know, I suspected because this did go missing around the same time that I ran into you guys, but I... You had my sister's diary?
1: Finn steps away from Reagan. and is like, I, I did not know he had that.
0: Uh. <laughs> <sighs> well... Fortunately, um you there's nothing, you know, like incriminating in here. A lot of it is just like doodles. So Yeah, no. I'm I'm going to be real
3: with you. I never I never got past like the introduction.
0: Great, great. We will just let let bygones be bygones then. Um you you can make it up to me by helping me take down this ship. Let's say that.
2: I'll call that fair. Oh. Okay. I guess we're doing that.
0: Cool. So you uh Participate in a pirate heist, some piracy, um, which I I shan't bother to describe in detail, but go ahead and imagine it in whatever epic and badass way you'd well, like. I to. I will
2: stay on our ship while yeah. they go get the stuff from the nobles, and I'll be there in case anyone needs a little pop back up.
3: <laughs> we we make a we make a solemn agreement to not use any of our op shit
2: and to just go into this <laughs> like normal fucking pirates.
3: Yeah,
1: let's make it sporting.
2: Do you want me to? Leave my axe.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. And you, you it goes off successfully with the combination of nira's crew and captain momo's crew and you guys um the intelligence was good there's a ship of a noble who was tight with the king who just got assassinated who packed up all his shit and was you know fleeing to the lightless sea where you can do whatever you want and no one cares yeah um, we don't want we don't want them in there not really um you intercept him and end up with a stupid amount of gold which gets split between everybody who participated Any diamonds Oh, yeah, there's some diamonds. Malachi calls dibs on his share being all diamonds. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got plenty. Um, and yeah, Nira, like, over the next, this is a, a longer term thing, but over over the next few months, um, Nira, like, finds a an island that's kind of like in the the western sea but like toward the southern end closer to angel isle and the lightless sea and all of that um somewhat close to the bluefin tropical resort actually and just like gets to work on like building a little like workshop there
2: before we end up ultimately parting ways with nera to head back to uh marquan for reagan um i do want to Ask her if she'd ever be willing to go back home. Mm. she could tell me how.
0: Yeah, she looks like a little bit taken aback by it um, and like stares out at the sea for like a somewhat heart pounding like 20 seconds.
2: I don't remember what I don't know how to get there because I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, we can go back. Um, it's called. It's called Ryzen, by the way. Um, it was a little, <sighs> a little town on the edge of a like bigger island, actually, in a an ocean that isn't magical that doesn't really have monsters in it or hold on what (laughs) yeah it's not in the luna ocean it's like if you sail far enough south you like get out of you can actually kind of see there's like this place where the water stops being this like weird turquoise and turns to just kind of like normal looking uh like a different kind of blue um and then yeah there's like there's not sea monsters it's crazy um much less exciting than up here but uh but yeah i i I know how to get there. We can we can take a ship. I want to build my little workshop first, so I have somewhere to come back to. But
2: yeah, no, they they have things that we need to do too. But
0: next year, next summer,
2: I'd like to say goodbye to Baba.
0: Yeah, I I know where his grave is. I can show you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she gives you a hug, um, and she's like, "And you'll be welcome once I've once I've got my workshop built. You'll be welcome there anytime." Yeah, um, I'm sure. Shiloh
2: would love to hear from you, too, so. Oh, yeah. Maybe you guys can team up.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like, actually, yeah, I mean, Shiloh, like, she's a lot better with, like, the sort of, like, integrating it with magic. Like, I've always been better with the, like, little, like, you know, actually making, Mechanics. like, delicate little metal yeah. things, but she's got the magic down in a way that I still can't figure out, so. Yeah, maybe I'll see if they, you know, can all forgive me for fucking off to being a pirate yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You
2: forgive them for everything else. I'm sure it's fine.
0: Yeah, she smiles and gives you a hug and is like, "Thanks for, um, thanks for coming on this heist with me. It's been nice."
2: Yeah, I'm glad you can retire from piracy and live in peace. Yeah, he says with a pointed look. Yes. Uh. Yeah. That's the plan. Um. And she's telling the truth about that. Yeah. Uh, but of course, if you know, if you need me,
0: I'll call. She she gives you a hug and you guys part ways.
1: As we sail away from Angel Isle, Finn casts a forlorn glance back at it (laughs) and wonders.
0: Um, Cool. So from there, you sail back up to Marquan which is now back in you've only seen Marquan in like war mode but now you kind of yeah. finally get to see them back in like business as usual where there's just like yeah there's a lot of, of gemstones and minerals being mined from the walls um, and there's a lot of people kind of like there are like a good number of ships that go back and forth from here kind of taking it out to trade yeah. it with other places as well as getting good use out of their like teleportation circle to teleport True. it to, to people who want to get it that way um, Raelthor is thrilled to see all of you, but especially Reagan. He proudly shows you that he cleared out his guest room, um, and is like was not uh expecting uh Finn and Malachi, so I didn't there's Oh, no- I can
1: sleep in the water, don't worry. Okay, great. Okay,
2: well I'm not gonna do that, but you don't have to worry about it.
0: Okay. <clears throat> we the we can scrape something up. There's hammocks all over the place in here. There's caves. <laughs> Yeah, there's, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, and you you spend a little bit of time in Marquan. Um, Railthor is very enthusiastic about teaching Regan about, like, you know, various different kinds of pickaxes and what they're good for and, like, how you get a <laughs> mineral out of the wall without damaging it and, like, how this is where we transport
2: them to. When and, Malachi like, hears about that particular lesson, he uh, gets a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to
3: decorate the space a little Aww. bit, like with like I hang up the triangle that Finn gave me
2: that <laughs> I've been having this whole time. The Aww. jacket in the closet.
3: No, I burned the jacket. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, that was a good jacket. Fuck her and what she stood for. We already ripped off the A's.
1: Sure, it was more hole than cloth at this point, but.
3: And yeah, I think, you know, for the time being, Regan just kind of really throws himself into like, A normal life like the life he kind of would have had if his dad had made it back in time and like you know just like learns how to do shit and you know connects with that side of his heritage and shit but like for real like and I don't know just learns to do some normal shit and hang out and learn
2: Malachi If he is allowed by Marquand to hang around, he will hang around and just, like, help around Marquand. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, should we go to the basement? Maybe not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. (laughs) I think this should be more about you and your dad, your time right now, Reagan.
3: My dad absolutely has tattoos, and so I get tattoos that match my dad's.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah, for sure. At least one. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, dwarven runes and then also, like, um like clusters of gemstones and like stuff like that like mining stuff diagram of his favorite pickaxe yeah honestly (laughs) while
2: reagan gets tats and hangs out and bonds with his dad and like gets to do all of this stuff that he never got to do before but i think malachi probably just spends a lot of time just like in the caves not in like a depressing way
0: but he like it's nice down there Mm. it's earth (laughs) yeah especially as you've gotten higher and higher level malachi like you you find that you feel more it's similar to the way you felt in the forest in Erebrere you're more connected with the world around you. Yeah. In some ways it's reminiscent of when you were in your cave on your island but in a now you know that like Finn is in the water right over there and Regan is yeah. just upstairs and I'm not all alone. You're not all alone. You're there kind of like in this voluntary solitude rather than the self-imposed exile. I know that I
2: can go have dinner with my best friends later. And-
0: yeah. Um after a, a, a few weeks of hanging out in Marquand, Reagan sets up his room, and then you guys have to head back to Gillsbury, where wedding preparations are happening. Everything is... Oh, God, we don't have any clothes. <laughs> no clothes at all. I can't wear armor to a
2: wedding.
1: I, think I You guys you guys are welcome to sail back on my Black. I am going to teleport back to Gillsbury right now, because I, I figure I'm a best man. I got to help with the prep and everything.
2: No, that does seem maybe more convenient. Yeah. Are, is there a tailor on your island?
1: Uh... Yeah, there must be. Yeah. <laughs>
2: or should we get clothes here? I just, I, I can't show up in armor. That's, it's not acceptable. I tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll shrink Matt. We'll pocket him.
3: We'll teleport to Guildsbury, We'll take Matt up to Benswith. We'll have a shopping day in Benswith. Yes. Get our nails did, all of that. And then avoid
0: Solaris. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, you go back to Benswith. You don the old disguises.
1: <laughs> before, before we teleport away I say to Bruella, who's the one shrimp remaining with us, Mm. because Martin actually decided to stay in Angel Isle and pursue a life of piracy. Uh, We'll uh, meet you back home. All right.
0: She projects an image of a thumbs up into your head. All right. (laughs) Yeah, cool. You guys, you teleport. Um, Finn starts helping kind of like get everything set up. the ceremony is being held at this, like, down on the beach at this, like, beautiful little, like, spot um, where Min and Baleen used to, like, hang out. Um, they, they ask you, Finn, to, like, make sure that the ocean is, like, as calm and beautiful as it can be um, for the, the wedding day.
1: Oh, it is beautiful. It is as serene as it's ever looked.
0: Yeah. Um, everybody gets gets their nice clothes. Everyone from Gillsbury's there. Um, the airship, you guys get to see the the airship crew <laughs> yeah. again for the first time because they were invited they bonded with baleen wow,
2: they're baleen's friends
0: yeah and you see all of them nell alden shiloh all look much less stressed out than they did the last Good. time you saw them and the most the least stressed out you've ever seen any of them <laughs> um, which is nice to see us too probably <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You guys look good. It's starting to the the adventuring life is starting to fall off your shoulders a little bit. Um, even though you have still been, you know, engaging in acts of piracy and traveling around with giant shrimp, but it's different. Um, the wedding is beautiful. Um, it's held like right at sunset. The ocean is Aww. crystal clear. Um, there are many fish in attendance out in the ocean, kind of like it's in their own little rows. (laughs) Um, Do dolphins jump in a heart shape when they read their vows? (laughs) they. uh, Father Ceviche officiates, Finn ends up being the best man for both sides.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm darting back and forth between (laughs) both sides of the aisle during the ceremony.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just like very beautiful, colorful peaceful um, Min and Baleen both look so happy
1: at the reception Finn presents Min and Baleen with a still wet treasure chest clearly <laughs> hauled up from the bottom of the sea <laughs> that I open it up and it's just full of gold and gems.
0: Oh my God
1: I'm like hey this is pretty cool right? This uh, is for you yeah
0: yeah this is this is extremely cool. Thank you Finn.
1: And also inside it are some of the miscellaneous magic items that were never identified that I collected. (laughs) I don't know what these do. They might be cursed. Fair warning. It could be good, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do something with those, I'm sure. Hang them up on the wall or something. Min's like, I don't know. I guess so. (laughs) Malachi's wedding gift to Baleen is a nice knife. Wow.
2: She's thrilled. I also... Bake some sweets for the the uh, reception. <gasps> it's a potluck reception. Well, Finn's Finn's on the wedding party. I can contribute.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Um, yeah, you have a a really lovely. Um, it's just a, a really lovely day. The music is great. There's a you know live band of people from Galesbury. It's it sounds wonderful.
1: Ah oh, man, I love the singing squids. The best <laughs> band in town.
0: You uh. You guys kind of talk to Nell at the reception at one point, and they're, like, explaining, um... This is probably when you learn about the king, the new king being a sorcerer. Um, and Mm. also sort of, like, what they've picked up about the whole, like, situation with Lithios, which is that it does look like things are cooling off, at least for the time being. Um, it's definitely, like, you know... Nell shrugs and is like, we didn't, like, overturn the whole system or anything. I mean, this guy is still a monarch and things definitely still could tip the scales in the opposite direction. But, I mean, that was kind of always going to be true. So it's about as good as we can get it, I think, at least for right now.
3: See, I've got this idea, right? And I mean, I know I've been drinking, so stop me if this is, like, crazy. But, like, what if instead of, like, a familial inheritance thing or something... Instead, like, the person who was in charge of the people was, like, chosen by the people. Like, right. like all of the people, like, got together and, like, 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 voted for, like, a person who would be, you know? Like, I think that would be cool.
0: Yeah, you're a genius. Alden takes a sip of your beer. <laughs> uh, the other thing that you learn is that as the, like, ocean turmoil has has settled down a bit um there have been less and less cubes popping up shiloh's like i still kind of keep an eye out for it but we have like not seen a new one in months what was up with those things (laughs) i mean it sort of makes sense right as far as we learned they were like the chaos reaction of magic to there being a Mm. whole bunch of fighting on the surface i think it makes sense that like as that settled down we'd see less of them so it's probably a good sign i guess yeah just don't know what we should do about
2: the ones that still exist.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, they're in my room.
0: Yeah, Finn's got a bunch. I've got a bunch powering my airship. Um, So... True. So the others that are scattered around, as long as no one has, like, got a stockpile... Malachi looks pointedly at Finn.
1: <laughs> Nobody else, I assume, you mean. <laughs>
0: Them. Yeah, Finn can have a stockpile. That's fine. Are you... Are we sure? <laughs> uh, Nell's like, let me know if it becomes not fine, please. <laughs>
1: try and take him.
0: (laughs) malachi furrows his brow at Finn. (laughs) um yeah so that's that's the wedding malachi weeps naturally of course i'm assuming that everyone does that can go without saying
3: oh yeah i've never cried once in my life
0: um and from there people just kind of like get back to normal life um whatever that means for them um let me tell you about, like, a few of the things. Actually, one one more kind of mm. surface-level thing. Um, Finn, you, one one of the days kind of, like, after the wedding, while, like, cleanup and stuff is still happening, um, you're on Gillsbury. You're, like, standing on the beach, as you are wont to do, letting the tide wash over your, or letting the waves wash over your toes, as you are wont to do. Um, and one wave kind of, like, just brings up and, like, pushes directly into your foot a bottle. Um, and inside the bottle, you can see, like, a tightly rolled scroll of
1: paper. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I I open it up. I check it out.
0: You open it up, you pull out the scroll, and you realize that the the scroll is actually um, stuffed inside a ring, a, a familiar-looking ring, that um, <gasps> you, you recognize as being the one that you... Gave to Vance, all those months ago. <gasps>
1: what does the note say?
0: The note says, Finn, if this letter does reach you, <laughs> I, I wish I knew what to say. I'll admit, when we first met, I thought you were just some foolish kid who'd been dragged into crazy pirate drama by accident. I barely thought twice about it. That's the pirate life. But then, when you showed up at the bar, things like that'll really make a man take a look at himself and think, what the hell am I doing? Am I the best pirate to ever sail the seas? Or am I the worst one? Does it even matter? Is this what I want? Why am I having these weird dreams? Why is this shark following me? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that somehow it all stemmed from you. And then when you came bursting out of the sea with your friends who were supposed to be dead, I, I don't know, maybe you're some sort of trickster entity. Maybe you were just a kid who got caught up in this pirate drama, but now you're a ghost. Maybe this is a fight club situation and you only exist in my head. How would I even know? <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. I have to get rid of this ring. Every time I look at it, I feel like my, my grasp on reality is slipping more and more. Either the ocean really will get it to you or it'll sink to the bottom of the sea. And either way, you'll stop haunting me. Meanwhile, I'm going to the magic university. I've never done magic before, but it, it feels like the right step. So thanks, I guess, Vance. <laughs> He's going
1: to be a Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Finn reads the letter and then just stares out at the ocean for a long time. He goes, huh. Huh. And turns to the sea, to the waves, he says, thank you. And then turns around, walks back into town. Uh, walks back into his house and hear from inside, hey, where's the magic university? (laughs) (laughs) How far a trip is that?
0: Um, If you do uh, continue to investigate uh, Vance's situation, you learn that he did indeed go to the magic university. Um, but was expelled within two weeks for impersonating a wizard named Wizzo in an attempt to pass an exam. Um, Plan that probably would have worked just fine, except that the real Wizzo showed up and was outraged about someone impersonating him. So Vance got expelled and Finn will have to track him down somewhere else around the seas. But that's a fun, can be a fun extracurricular activity for him. (laughs) cool so that's that so then let me tell you about what happens over the over the next few years um for one thing the the uh personal image of the lurker in the deep like or on the surface world has like never been better um but after the battle of luola um finn is like you know a, a hero to some mostly goth kids um and they're like very <laughs> <laughs> worshipping the lurker is sweeping the nation if you're like anyone who feels like you don't quite fit in on the surface and would maybe fit in way better under the sea
1: it's a lurker mania catch the wave
0: <laughs> anyone who commits to this enough to make their way out to the aberrant adriana is happy to take in although she is a little bit suspicious of where all of them are coming from but she uh you know th- this is fine this is great a lot of these are people who need to if they make it all the way to the aberrant sea they they really kind of deserve it and deserve to find somewhere they belong so that's that's good that's happening um another thing that happens kind of within the next next couple of years um Nell, somehow, and you're pretty sure this involved a lot of illegal, uh, dealings and calling in of spy favors, manages to actually get a hold of all of their family's, like, wealth and assets that they are technically the heir (laughs) to, but had been, like, formally disowned by Dr. Retval, um, when they initially betrayed him, um, manages to get a hold of all of that and uses that, um, they and Alden and Shiloh and a lot of the old AAA people are, like, working around the ocean to set right a lot of things. Um, You Mm. know that they're finding other sorcerers, the ones who were also hurt by Dr. Retfall, but weren't actually killed and survived, helping them, giving closure to the people who just, like, as far as they knew their friend or family member who was a sorcerer just disappeared. Um, Mm. They're also like, um, end up becoming, over the next few years, like, what AAA was supposed to be like. A resource and a hub for adventurers who are trying to make the world better and who need someone to mm. give them magic items or advice or contacts in other kingdoms. Or just so much fucking money. Exactly. <laughs> um, and they do, Nira and Shiloh, start by kind of swapping notes on artificer stuff and gradually that, that friendship Gets kind of rebuilt, and Nera sort of reconnects with people, and and lets, you know, that that healing sort of happen there. Um, this also kind of leads to shortly after this happens, um, Malachi, you finally get that call on your sending stone from Mar. That's like, oh. it's go time, come home, and Farian makes a push for its own independence. About two or two or three years down the road after the Battle of Luola. Yeah, Malachi
2: heeds the call instantly.
0: Yeah. Um, some fighting does happen to kind of show Lithios is not willing to just release one of its assets that easily. Um, but once Farian kind of shows that it's serious, and frankly, once a level by this point, I don't know, 16 Paladin, uh, shows (laughs) up on the scene. Um, and Finn and Regan, if they want to go with, I don't know if- Yeah, do you guys come?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, if you call us. If
0: you ask us to. Yeah. So, so a bunch of level 16 adventurers showing up on the scene um, really helps. Uh, and it, it does not end up involving as much bloodshed as some might have feared. Mm. There's a a few battles, a few fights, and then eventually Lithios relinquishes control. And Faryon, for the first time in like 20 years, um, yeah. is once again an autonomous kingdom.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we stick around a little bit afterwards and help yeah rebuild some of the land that got ruined yeah i i pickaxe with the best of them i want to help regrow the forest with plant growth yeah i want to go out there every day for like a month just regrowing the forest doing nothing else all day
0: and it works. you get to see it grow back to the way you remember it being when you first arrived at Farian as a kid. Um, all of the lumbering that's happened here goes back to being this this quiet forest filled with bird song.
2: And I show Reagan and Finn around what I used to, where I used to play as a kid and where we didn't have a bench school. <laughs> this is where if we had a bench school, I would have gone, but we didn't. So instead, I just sat underneath this tree and played with some rocks.
1: Mm, scenic.
2: Well, not this tree exactly because they cut that one down. But here, yeah, it's beautiful now.
3: It's okay. <laughs> I slapped Finn
0: upside the head. I'm just
1: saying, if it was an underwater forest, I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> but um, it's good. It's good.
0: Um, you learn when you're back on fairy, and also that general neiman never never made it back to farion um he went back to dermator with kind of everyone else and then as like a few weeks after um he died of Hmm. he was he'd been overexerting himself he should have retired he should have stepped down um and he instead just wanted to kind of keep pursuing (sighs) keep pursuing being a soldier all the way to the end um but mar does like bury him back on farion mm-hmm. and shows you where and gets that that closure there
2: crazy how that doesn't work out
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. so that's that's Farien, and you malachi are more than welcome to to yeah. have you know that you have a home there if you want it
2: i do over the years talk a little bit more with my parents I, yeah I don't know whether to call them parents or not but mar and shala (laughs) yeah we we gain a little bit more of our previous relationship back a little bit more trust back over the years and such
0: yeah yeah it takes time but gradually as as time grows so does trust and trees and so many fucking lots of growth happening here (laughs) um do you guys when do you guys head to the earth plane or do you I think maybe
2: after we help Therrien, when we go back, I don't know if we've been using, like, a home base, if Finn's been back in Gillsbury and Reagan's just been staying in Erebror this whole time, but... I think
3: definitely at some point, you know, I might be working down in some of the lower levels (laughs) and be kind of like, hmm...
2: I feel like at least Malachi wouldn't give up on, like, adventuring completely. Like, I think he'd want to help Nell and Shiloh and Nero with some of the stuff that they're doing, but ultimately he's not gonna be like gone from Finn and Reagan for months at a time I don't think he would want to do that I think like if he goes on trips they're like specific things or unless Reagan and Finn come with on some of those things but
1: I think Finn would definitely be up for doing more AAA stuff yeah yeah. he likes adventures
0: you guys get new jackets they rename themselves oh man
1: Finn Finn gets Finn actually goes back and does manage to land a job at the Blue Finn resort <laughs> working the front desk <laughs> And after about a week, he is like, yeah, all right, I've had enough of this.
3: (laughs) There's that box checked.
1: And goes and gets in touch with Nell.
3: Yeah. No, I I do think Reagan takes a break from adventuring for a while.
2: Yeah, I think for Mal, he doesn't really start doing it again until Nell and all of them sort of take that time to reorganize themselves into something that they're doing properly, too. I think at least for the first year, we're probably not doing much, but...
3: Yeah. Until there's a cause. Like like yeah. what you were saying about like the stuff with the sorcerers and stuff. I don't know if Reagan would like be in that, or if Reagan would be like, I'm gonna let
2: that one sleep for me. I think Malachi definitely wants to help with that though. And even if Reagan doesn't come, Malachi will consider Erebrer sort of his home base over the next few years. Yeah. But I definitely can imagine it
3: being like one day Mal like gets a message from Regan or something that's like, hey, so I was rummaging around in the basement, wink, wink. I leave you alone for one week. And uh, I found some stuff that's pretty cool looking
2: and I think that you should come visit my basement. And (laughs) is, I don't know if Finn's like on the trip with Malachi at this time or not, or Finn's back in Gillsbury for a little bit or what, but...
1: I mean, I will say, Finn is absolutely, like, visiting you guys at least once a week. He can teleport anywhere in the world.
2: (laughs) He can cast magic spells. Oh, no, for sure. He can teleport anywhere, anytime. I just wasn't sure if he's, like, considering Gillsbury his home base or if he's considering, like, a ship his home base, you know?
1: Oh, Gillsbury is his home base. He lives there and then teleports where he needs to.
2: (laughs) Every single day, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I can do it. I've been working with AAA. I've been, Mel and I have been exploring a bunch of undersea ruins and such. Is
0: that what they're calling it? <laughs> well, they're not married yet, so. Finn's got his little house in Gillsbury, like right by the right by the ocean so that it actually is like you can go in and out from, or do you think you're entirely underwater?
3: You des- you deserve an amphibious house. So that way like your, your dry
2: friends can come and Mela yeah. can come. Just like that bar where you saw. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like a swim-up hut.
2: (laughs) I think Malachi will go back and forth between Erebrer and Gillsbury because I don't think he's going to want to live out on Ferry the rest of his days, but he likes being with you guys, and he doesn't really have, like, a place that's his, I think. He doesn't live with Finn's parents. He'll just visit.
1: (laughs) Finn's house is, like, a stilt house, but very low, so you have to visit him <laughs> at low tide if you don't want to be underwater.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and you can, Malachi, you also, like, Erebrer, you guys are always welcome back on Luola. Um, you're friends with the king.
2: Yeah. Famously. And I I really do like those caves down there, so I might have a little cave down in Marquan yeah. when I come and hang out with them. And, I'd, and once we free... Ferry and I start spending time there, too, but not, like, I'm not settling down anywhere. I don't settle down anywhere, really,
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow. Eventually, though, Malachi gets this call from Reagan and Finn, who he was eating breakfast with. You guys both teleport, <laughs> um, teleport over to Marquan and head down to the Earth plane. Um, which is far too much for me to describe in the time that we have here, but know that it is, uh... <laughs> epic I mean you come out basically like first from one cave system into another cave system but like with a very different atmosphere and a very different like it's hot because you're it's somehow like closer to the earth and also to the plane of fire and Malachi tapes in a deep deep breath oh yeah Malachi it feels good like it is like this is you you immediately upon being in the earth plane you're like oh so this is what the ocean is like for you yeah, um, you make contact with a few of the denizens of the earth plane, which is like some, some of these like earth elementals who are more just like creatures of rock, but then also quite a few earth ganasi who live here. And who are, like, uh, glad to see Malachi and to, like, hear his story and are, are sort of like, a, oh, like, they're actually pretty inherently, uh, inherently suspicious. You sort of, like, learn yeah. of, of people who've crossed over from another plane. Um, but you, you're a charismatic bunch and you can- I, I understand entirely. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And you understand entirely.
3: Um- Finn and Reagan have never been more uncomfortable in their lives. <laughs>
1: Finn is, like, wilting in the heat. He keeps casting Create Water on himself.
2: Malachi
0: introduces Finn and Regan to every single person they meet. And you get to see these, like, these fabulous, like, gemstone cities. These, like, great, like, like, pits of mud. um, These great, like, <laughs> baths, um, great
3: pits. baths,
0: you could call them if you really wanted to. um, These, like, enormous, like, sand dunes. Just, like, all of this really, like, strange but beautiful earth. Um, Malachi, you're maybe, like, after some of the experiences that you guys have had with Nira and with Railthor and with Adriana, you were, a little part of you was maybe expecting that you'd just, like, walk in and, like, immediately see someone who looks like you. (laughs) Um... And unfortunately it it doesn't happen like that, but, but you ask around, you kind of like let people know who you're looking for and have they ever heard of someone who maybe, um, came from this plane and, and maybe had, had a baby on the material plane and does anybody know what happened? Um, and eventually, um, Someone that you talked to has a friend who has a sister who has an ex-boyfriend who used to have this aunt and this aunt um, knew this Earth Ganassi woman um, Who used to travel to the material plane to trade with some of the human merchants mm-hmm. there She had like a business where she was she was trading stuff from the earth plane back and forth and sometimes these trips would have her away for months and months at a time and she sometimes used to talk kind of wistfully about a man that she'd met up there before the Mm. portal that she was using to travel between planes was sealed up in an interdimensional rock slide, leaving her stuck on the earth plane without without another portal or another way to get back. Um, And this, this aunt of your, your, friend's uh sister's ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend sister, yeah. <laughs> um swears that she remembers this woman also talking about having a son and so you you pull on that thread you follow it you guys travel through the elemental plane this is a pretty an adventure that takes you a little while but you're you're <laughs> level 17 or 18 you can handle it and eventually you find an earth woman who has your hair and has very similar gemstone patterns to you who is just completely overjoyed to meet you. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Malachi stays down there for a little bit. Yeah.
0: I think. And you know, you now know where there's a portal. There's not many of them, but you know where one is, and it takes some doing, but you can cross back and forth between them.
2: Yeah. This is maybe the most Malachi's ever felt at home in a
0: place. Yeah. Um, Another kind of, like, over, over the next few years. Um, the Keeper um, <laughs> is willing to be a little bit less secretive. Um, she still is very firm about the location of the lighthouse and indeed its existence as a real physical place in the Lightless Sea yeah, needs yeah. to be kept incredibly secret. But she encourages Malachi to like wear his holy symbol where people can see it and oh. like let other people know that like, hey, like this is... My axe is glowing with the light of truth here. Kindling the light, man. Exactly. Um, and you you come and go from the lighthouse at various times, I assume. Um, yeah. Having tea Bring with her. Bring Regan and
2: Finn over for some tea sometimes. Oh, for
0: sure. And you can tell that like, she, after being alone for hundreds, thousands of years, is like, you know, finally has a paladin and his friends wow. who come and visit her. Wow, we're
2: her little guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another question for you guys. Um, do you put any effort into looking for Ben? He doesn't just pop up, but you do kind of like as you especially like when you make it down to Angel Isle for that first trip, like when you're when you're around kind of the Western Sea more. Um, you do start hearing like songs that have like a certain like, like lyrical flourishes and like notes that you feel like you recognize and A lot of them are about the Battle of Luola which has become sort of like a well-known turning point hmm. battle. Um, and some of them describe a a pretender god knocked from the sky by three heroes. Um, Damn right. You, you feel like those songs have a hallmark. I think
2: like not like actively hunting Ben down, but I'm definitely interested <laughs>
1: Yeah, Finn keeps an eye out. He's not, like, dedicating himself to the search, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he keeps an eye out.
0: I think probably at one point, like, uh, a few years down the road, you, like, you, you guys, on, on your way to or from one adventure or another, you're in a bar on some, like, random island kind of, like, around the Western Sea, um, and you happen to, to spot a minstrel who looks somewhat familiar. Um, although you guys smell snail? He's changed up his look a little bit. He's got, like, a different haircut and, like, a different earring and wearing, like, a different outfit. Um, but he's- you- you recognize- recognize that look and he, like- he sees you guys and you see him, like, freeze as if he's trying to figure out if he needs to, like, run for it. Um, and then he, like, he goes to Finn and he actually, like, pushes up the sleeve. And he, like, points out that he has, like, a little tattoo of a snail, like, on his arm. (laughs) Wow. And he kind of, like, winks at Finn.
1: Finn nods approvingly. I sent
0: him a drink. Yeah. He kind of lists the drink to you guys from across the bar and starts up a song that kind of, like, begins with, like, Adventurers 3, Sailing the Seas, or something (laughs) like that. I didn't write this song. Um, But that is... A little rendition of your wow. adventure. Some of the details have been, uh, you know, up. Uh, extrapolated. Uh, but the, the heart of the story is there. Wow.
2: Yeah, do a little nod to Ben. And also a little, got my eye on
1: you. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and when the song ends, he slips out of the bar and back into the night. Well, there goes that fucking guy. I cast
1: Polymorph right before he <laughs> leaves my line of sight.
2: <laughs>
0: Just for old times' sake. I'm making a roll for him. Oh, I, I bet he's gonna crit. I literally bet he is. <laughs> he got a three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I probably morph him into a snail. Of
0: course you do. Of course you do. Um, you guys step past a snail on your way out.
1: But only not long. Like ten minutes later, I drop concentration. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just for old times' sake.
0: Just for old times' sake. Cool. Um. Uh. Finn, question for you. Do you want to, you had talked before about potentially wanting to go, like, full Kraken Priest at some point in the future. Is that still something that Finn is, like, thinking about or doing?
1: You mean, like, physiologically?
0: Yeah, like, does he want to turn into a Kraken Priest is what I'm asking.
1: I don't think so. What yeah. he does do is use his Master of Myriad Forms ability mm-hmm. to constantly have tentacles. Nice. So he does become a bit more inhuman. Like he is, <laughs> he is trending in that direction. But he doesn't go full Kraken priest. He wants to stay looking relatively like the Finn he's always been. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. Just
1: with more, uh, more versatile limbs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great.
1: There's just like tentacles sprouting out of his back.
3: One day, I I lock eyes with Mela and I give her a. F- firm nod
0: (laughs) (laughs) she she winks at you um cool three more things um one is a a couple years down the road um you guys happen to stop by still sky
4: Whoa. You
0: sorta of like stop stop in to see Sarah, see how she's doing. Um, and she tells you that she actually, a couple months back, um, in the backyard behind her windmill, um, she found these two random girls. Um, one of whom was like looked like a somewhat surly teenager, one of whom looked like a tiny adorable blonde child. And Sarah's like, now Don't worry, this time I was ready, I was on it, I was like, none of these fucking fey tricks, if anything gets in my head, I am am calling my friends. Um, But I think that without the, like, bad influences, they're actually pretty sweet. They've just sort of been, like, sticking around, Um, and I don't, like, I mean, tell me if you notice that my mind is being affected or anything, but I'm pretty sure, as far as, Avandra's still talking to me, so, as far as I can figure... They're just sort of hanging out. I mean, the teenager does keep, like, disappearing for, like, weeks at a time, and I think probably she's out causing mischief somewhere, but she's not causing mischief on my island, so... Does she come back bloody? Um, no, she looks okay, but I okay. mean, I don't know if she's, like, leaving a trail of chaos in her wake, yeah. um, but...
1: I take a moment as Sarah finishes talking. I put my hand on her shoulder. I stare deep into her eyes. <laughs> and I say, Cassie, is that you? <laughs>
0: No. (laughs) Um. Is that true? It is true. Yeah. But you do like, as you're like around Still Sky later that day, um, you see the mayor, that like old man who was the mayor, you like see him in the tavern, and then you like walk a few more blocks and see him in another tavern, and you're like, hold on. (laughs) Um, And yeah, a lot of trickery like that is happening. But without the influence of the dreamer, Lizzie and Cassie seem far more prone to mischief and less to uh, completely wrecking people's lives. (laughs) Um, another is that, uh, Finn, like, a few years down the line, um, you get a sending from Solaris, of all people. Actually, you get, like, a couple sendings in a row. Um, and what it says is... Hello, Finn. I seem to recall you selling nutritional supplements a few years ago. I thought you'd be interested to know that there is an outbreak in Benswith of people who have taken these supplements, growing seaweed out of all of their orifices and feeling a call to jump into the ocean and swim to a tiny rocky island in the nearby seas. Regards, Solaris. <laughs> 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 so up to you guys if you want to deal with the god that you maybe accidentally encouraged the Kua doing to uh, create, or if you want to just leave that for someone else. That's not my problem. So long as
2: everyone's having a good time.
1: <laughs> Finn responds to the sending with, Whoa, cool.
0: <laughs> XOXO, Finn. Um, some other adventurers in the Lunluma Ocean have a very good time uh, defeating a, a great seaweed deity that the Kua Toa um, are now worshipping, but... Uh, <laughs> Finn, when the, when the pyramid scheme comes crumbling down, Finn, you were, like, right near the top, so you actually make bank once the whole supplement <laughs> empire falls apart, so congrats on that.
1: Ah, the reverse funnel works.
0: <laughs> and then perhaps most importantly, uh, a few years down the road, um, Nurgle... Receives a cease and desist (gasps) letter from a tiny little island called Yagalistov, who'd like them to stop impersonating their ambassador, please, um, (laughs) because it's been causing some problems. (laughs) Nurgle blames this on you, Finn. He's very irritated. (laughs)
1: Okay, I mean, okay, yeah, it was my idea, but you went along with it. I mean, you were loving it. Ah! Okay, well, ah! I don't think that's fair. Come ah! on, you were, oh, that's a low blow, I swear. Ah! I thought the hors d'oeuvres were for everyone, okay? <laughs>
3: the owl in
0: Ereboro doesn't know he's got priors.
1: <laughs> okay, I guess maybe, maybe we retire the bit.
0: So that's, that's how the next few years unfold. Um, Do you guys want to tell me how Anything that you get up to, in particular, over the next, you know, rest of your lives. What are we
3: at? Like, ten years out at this point?
0: Yeah, basically. This all kind of happens, happens within the next seven to ten years. Do we
2: ever get to level 20?
0: If you do enough adventuring, you do. If you retire, no. But with, between the Earth Plane and freeing Farian and, like, any, like, traveling to the Aberrant Sea, as I assume you're doing sometimes, yeah, you can get to level 20.
2: Nice. Nice.
0: When we get to level 20
2: and I gain the ability to become an elder champion, it's really funny because my my appearance doesn't change at all. <laughs> when I turn into the elder champion, it just I just look like me. <laughs>
0: Malachi's so excited to finally use this ability. Yeah. You guys are, like, out on some, like, remote island in the sea of storms rescuing someone who got stuck out there. Malachi's so excited, and he just, like, glows for a second and then looks exactly the same. <laughs>
2: I, I'm doing it, I promise.
1: Finn very hesitantly claps.
0: No, this is I, I'm, this is it.
1: Is it that you're bioluminescent? Because Regan cracked that, like, a decade ago.
3: <sighs> I tap him a little bit like you tap a busted light bulb to see if you can, like, connect the filaments.
2: No, I promise. I promise. I can do a lot of really cool things in this form.
1: Yeah, Malachi, you can do a lot of cool things.
2: (laughs) I'm an elder champion right now. I don't know why- Yeah, you
1: are the oldest of us.
2: What? Well, yeah, I guess.
0: (laughs) Malachi may not look impressive, but he can cast all spells as a bonus action. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, now I can, I
2: regain 10 hit points every single turn. Whenever I cast a spell that's an action, I can actually do it as a bonus action instead. And all enemy creatures within 10 feet have dis on my,
0: on saving throws against me. Damn. Yeah. You guys, a few years down the road, you're functionally demigods. You're like, a lot of people know you as just a chill guy, but a lot <laughs> of other people are very, you're, you're impressive figures in the minds of the Lunluma Ocean. Wow. Oh, I have a lot of fun with that.
2: Malachi tries his best for us all to be normal about it. (laughs)
3: I'm so normal about it. That's what makes it fun. Like, people don't expect to be a demigod, like, to be getting his ass kicked in a fighting pit. Like, you know, like, we just like (laughs) to shake it up.
2: You're still getting your ass kicked? (laughs) I
3: fight with one hand and one foot tied behind my back together.
1: (laughs) Finn is not normal about it at all. He floats everywhere he goes. <laughs> He's constantly making eldritch pronouncements.
2: I do eventually take that trip with Nira back to see uh, where I come from. But... Yeah, you do. And it's very, it's good for both of you at the end. And I come back and I tell Finn and Regan crazy stories about the non-magic ocean. <laughs> Finn covers his
1: ears and he refuses to listen. It, it can't be.
2: We sailed for Days. Days. Nothing happened. Oh, God. How can you stand it? No weird storms, no giant no, fish. No, no weird storms. I didn't even see a single tentacle.
1: You're messing with me, Malachi. Tell me you're messing with me right now.
2: No, Finn, you weren't even there. If If you were there, you would have been the only tentacle. Ah. <laughs> the water was still kind of gross, though. I'm not going to lie.
1: What do you mean, still?
2: <laughs> it wasn't tasty. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Finn keeps adventuring he likes to have fun and he thinks adventuring is fun he does stuff with triple a he does stuff with reagan and malachi he does stuff with mella and we see through the years some random scenes from finn's life of his further escapades we see him and mella at the dinner table in gillsbury well finn is sitting in a chair mella is in like a pool that they've set up next to the table
2: Is there a ring on that finger?
1: Uh, ooh, you know, it's the craziest thing. Her hand's, like, out of frame, so you can't see. <laughs> uh, we see Finn standing in front of a mirror with rig, Reagan on either side, attempting to teach him how to tie a tie. Aw.
2: <laughs> Both are doing it entirely differently. None of them know how, which is why, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been at it for half an hour. It's going nowhere. <laughs> Finn's like, I knew I should just ask my dad.
2: Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Where your dad's now?
1: Oh jeez. Oh, I'm too old for this now, Mal.
2: You're 33.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we see Finn exploring a various underwater ruins, mysterious things. We see him standing on a dock with Nergal and Solaris, presenting them with a ship, but it's incredibly waterlogged and like <laughs> rotted away sails. Like it looks like it was on the bottom of the ocean uh-huh. <laughs> and was raised yeah, up.
0: Naturally. <laughs>
1: but Finn is beaming and showing it to them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We see Finn and Taw and some other Lurker cultists in a room surrounded by every different type of calendar that exists in the Lumluma Ocean <laughs> arguing about when the Lurker's birthday is. <laughs> we see Finn and Mella swimming around the bottom of the ocean searching for something and you see Finn is holding a paper with a detailed drawing of Vance on it as they peer <laughs> under rocks and around corners. We see Finn in what may be Still Sky, having a tea party with the with Lizzie and Cassie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Lizzie looks very excited. Cassie, of course, yeah. doesn't look super thrilled about this, but hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, we see Finn and Mella and Ta and a bunch of lurker cultists in an undersea temple performing some sort of eldritch ritual over a skeleton while what you recognize as Vance's hat lies <laughs> next to it. <laughs> We see Finn surrounded by a bunch of water elementals, and if you're somehow able to distinguish the features of individual water elementals, you'd recognize one as the water elemental that fought with us in the drill, and the rest of them as elementals that bear a striking family resemblance to him. (laughs) (laughs) We see Finn standing in front of some sort of parliamentary assemble with a bunch of fancy-looking dignitaries, And he's shaking hands with a human while next to him on a pedestal is a fish in a tank. And there's a big piece (laughs) of paper on a table that says Mutual Consumption Pact on the top. (laughs) (laughs) We see Finn... Water skiing with two dolphins underneath his feet. Wow. He's holding a rope that's attached to the back of Jonesy, who's swimming <laughs> at full speed through the water. And you see next to him, also holding a rope, also standing on dolphins, and looking absolutely terrified, is Vance alive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We see Finn and Nurgle surrounded by silent, hushed onlookers in some sort of auditorium playing a very intense game of chess. Wow. (laughs) Uh, We see Finn standing on top of a windswept rocky cliff along with a bunch of cultists, including Adriana and Hargoth. As he shakes Hargoth's hand, gives him a tight hug, a warm embrace, and then as Hargoth nods, Finn stabs him in the chest and pushes him off the cliff into the ocean.
0: (laughs) Adriana, like, claps approvingly. (laughs) Golf clap.
1: We see Finn in that same undersea temple with Mela and some more cultists with another skeleton lying on the slab doing some sort of ritual next to the skeleton is Vance's hat, this time much more damaged.
0: Leave that man alone. Let him die.
2: Is this a spell that requires a willing creature?
1: That's a good point. It probably... Is there any resurrection that doesn't?
0: Yeah. Well, Revivify doesn't, but the bigger ones where you'd have a skeleton. But Vance is like, (laughs) Vance is a willing creature. He's willing to keep this wheel turning. (laughs) So true, King. He feels like eventually he's going to come up on top again.
1: Yeah. And we fade away on this montage of just all sorts of things that Finn gets up to. Malachi and Reagan are there for a lot of them. Vance Mm. is there for a random smattering of them. (laughs) Mel is around.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: We see Finn hanging out with Min and Baleen, who are now visibly older. In fact, more so than Finn is, who is looking a little more grizzled, but not as much as them. Um, Holding what eagle-eyed listeners will recognize as the bag he keeps the mixed berries in. (laughs) Passing them out to a gaggle of children in the kitchen, who are all eagerly awaiting a berry. (laughs) While Min and Baleen look on slightly concerned...
0: Slightly concerned, but also like taking notes on a chart on the wall, <laughs> the effects of the berries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nani? You got a montage?
3: Yeah. No, I definitely. What's fun about being practically a demigod when it's all coming from a place of something that you never asked for and never wanted is that you get to pull some real shit with it. Um. So Reagan's path definitely kind of goes in the direction of like Evandra in terms of kind of just like, I'm just hanging. it. I'm just here. I'm just, I'm just a guy. I'm just doing some stuff. Oh, what do you mean that thing's on fire now? (laughs) Because like, yeah, I mean, when you're that powerful, it's like, you can't just turn it off, you know? And so definitely there's like a lot of just like rebuilding a sense of normalcy and learning just how to be a person again. But then there's also a lot of hijinks. I mean, (laughs) if your best friend is, you know, a divine paladin and an eldritch godling, like, you're gonna get up to (laughs) some shit. So definitely some shit has gotten up to. But yeah, I think he I think he keeps sailing. I think he has a a bad habit, especially as he gets older, of like just joining random crews and just Mm. like being like, no, I'm not anybody. What are you talking about? No, that doesn't sound right. Never heard of him.
2: Why is that godling and paladin following our ship?
3: Huh? Giant shrimp? No, I haven't heard anything about that. It's kind of an oxymoron, <laughs> don't you think? Um, just kind of to, uh, yeah, you know, kill time. Still, you can't like quit being a sailor. Really? Yeah. Um. I guess Alden probably stays in the picture as much as he wants to. Yeah. They don't like get married or anything.
2: Eventually, they do break it to Finn.
4: <laughs> what?
2: Malachi has the most ashamed look on his face that Finn's ever seen.
1: <laughs> what? Mal, you knew Malachi. I
2: I didn't. I didn't have ceremony. Or I did, but I didn't. I didn't do it. Yeah, no, we, uh, we are living... Uh. You know what? No,
3: pause. Actually, you're the one who has, like, the holy texts and shit. Can you ask your dad real quick? Oh, yeah. Like, run that by him.
1: Uh, About premarital sex?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I want to hear it directly from the lurker's mouth.
1: Okay, I'll be back in, like, a day or so, I guess.
3: (laughs) You go on a holy mission,
0: Finn.
1: Finn goes on a pilgrimage to commune with the lurker and ask what he thinks about premarital sex.
0: The lurker doesn't understand the concept of marriage, so it takes a while to explain it to him, and then he doesn't get what the problem is.
2: (laughs) You think he was married to Adriana?
1: Yes, I did! (laughs) Finn returns to wherever you guys are hanging out
3: We've just been on a beach drinking Mai Tais, not moving for 36 hours, (laughs) waiting for him to get back. Malachi has had
2: 36 Mai Tais.
1: (laughs) Finn appears. He rises up out of the sea, walks up onto the beach and just goes, I need some time to myself to think about things, okay? (laughs) And then walks back into the water. (laughs)
3: Get busy out there.
2: You know, I mean... He is turning forty next year. It's about time he knew.
3: Yeah, we had yeah. to tell him at some point. I mean, what in him years? That's what twelve. I don't think that's how it works. I genuinely haven't done the math.
0: <laughs> Alton very affectionately goes, "I know." When you say you haven't done the math,
3: yeah, just like, <laughs> let me live. Let me live. We probably, we probably can do a pretty convincing pro wrestling circuit ourselves. Uh, Alden and I make a pretty <laughs> solid tag team. Sure. I am inventing pro wrestling in the Lumb Ocean. Yeah. You
0: invent pro wrestling. Um, it's everyone who was really into the fighting pits is even more into mm-hmm. pro wrestling. It's like a fun extra layer of performance on top. Gersh is super into it. Oh, Gersh is one of my headliners. Oh, he, I bet he's mega popular. Yeah, one eye. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't have a Dragon Isles event, but I assume that you're also kind of going back and forth from there. Yeah, as as you get even higher- higher powered, and as the ocean is a bit safer, at least for a while, um, it, it's easy for you to find whenever you want to find it. I spend a lot of time with Stella. Yeah. Like, especially as I get older. Yeah. It's important
3: to note that I, I simply never wear a shirt ever again. <laughs> Uh, I, I will. I will say that definitively
0: after the wedding. Yeah, after the
3: wedding. After the wedding. Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> Reagan takes his shirt off in the reception and he never puts <laughs> one on again.
3: <laughs> he never puts one back on. Alden's like, this is fine.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care.
2: <laughs> do you and Alden settle down together? Well, that's what i was thinking. I don't think so. I mean, he's kind of a
3: yeah. he's kind of a free spirit, and I'm kind of an insane person. So mm-hmm. I feel like we just kind of like do do our own thing.
2: Yeah.
0: What
3: does he do, Hannah?
0: He, I mean...
3: Beyond inventing pro wrestling.
0: Yeah, um, the, like, the the new not-triple-A that they start, um, becomes, like, more and more, um, solid, and actually is, like, they have a home base, um, that is, like, more up toward Erebrere, like, around that area, nearer to Shiloh's family and to their allies in Erebrere's government, um... And Alden, like he, when he's young, during that first kind of like 10, 15 years, he is—he's much more of a free spirit. Um, he does a lot of traveling, finding other sorcerers, um, you know, adventuring, um, inventing pro wrestling. But he does as he gets older. He's more prone to kind of settling down. And and Nell and Shiloh are the same way. Shiloh actually. She doesn't do much traveling around. Basically, as soon as she can, like, get her artificer shit back and, like, be- She's like, okay, I'm done sailing. Thank you. You're so real. She resonates with Malachi's love of the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shiloh, you're so- You're the realest bitch that's ever lived. She's the one who holds down the fort while Nell and Alden are out, um, you know, finding other people in the seas who- who need help. Um, Hey, definitely
3: don't Google how long half-orcs live. I did the math, and so humans live to be 80 to 100, dwarves live to be 350, so I could inexplicably live to be approximately 200. Whoa. Yeah. Which I think is a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, half orcs in canon uh, live to be about 75.
0: Mm. <laughs> so. Well, so actually, the thing about that, um, the thing about Alden and endings, is so you know as we've established, kind of after the routing of Lithios and the fall of the Adventurer, um, the Lunluma Ocean enjoys a period of of nations throwing off their oppressors and a period of peace. Um, things are calmer. There's always going to be you know small threats, monsters and pirates and whatnot. Um, but there is, it is generally a more peaceful period than what came before. And we've established that that stays that way for for many years. But, you know, the cycles of the ocean and of the world, it, it doesn't, it can't last forever. Um, and so eventually, you know, there's a, a new threat that starts building up. And maybe it's, um, maybe it's some noble in Lithios or some official who is like oh remember the good old days when we were a grand Empire let's go back to that and kind of starts whipping people up to to try and reclaim what they lost maybe it's a cult of some usurper sea god that starts getting a little feisty and starts uh, you know trying to to take more territory and to drown the land now maybe it's some like pirate captain who decides that he wants to rule a fleet that that rules the whole seas, whatever. What what the specific threat is is outside the scope of even our epilogue. Mm. But in any case, as things kind of start to sour again, I think one of the the like first signs of this new kind of period of turmoil is actually that that Nell and Alden get assassinated. Well. Because if if you think about it, like in. Wow. their futures going forward they become these like social connectors they know a lot oh. of powerful people they're known allies of you guys they're known allies of Erebraer and of Farion, of the Dragon Isles um and of all these adventurers that come after people that they like mentored and that they found and helped and uh set along on their journeys um so they know a lot of people, and they know a lot of information, and they have a tendency to to meddle and to be keeping an eye out to see exactly what kinds of new threats are rising up in the ocean. And so I think that if you're a power-hungry pirate or a power-hungry noble or a power-hungry cultist, um, they're like among the first people that you have to take out if you want to have any hope of accomplishing your goals, and, um, despite the social power that Nell and Alden wield, they- I think they never get above, like, level nine or ten, and so they're assassinatable. Um, and again, how exactly- the- the wide-reaching ripple effects that certainly follow that are, again, outside the scope of even an epilogue, or we will be here for three more hours, um. And, like, again, this is, like, years and years down the road, like, there's lots of good stuff and life happening that happens first, but if I'm being honest about how I think it ends for Nell and Alden, I mean, those two just kind of don't know when to quit, so. Wow. Man. But yeah, either way, Alden definitely, um, dies before Reagan does. (laughs) Rough. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> nice. Malachi, how about you?
2: Malachi, after we do all of like those initial things, like in the first few years following this victory that we've had, um, he sort of takes a step back because he doesn't have something that he feels is like pressing to him. Like, he'll, he'll go on the occasional adventure with Nell and Alden and Shiloh and Neera or whoever, and, you know, we'll do the stuff in the elemental plane, and occasionally he'll do his own little trips if he feels that there's something that he can help out with. If it's just, like, a small local town that's struggling with, you know, with their crops for the year, or if it's someone who is struggling against a outsized power, you know, that's mistreating them, he'll try and help where he can. But I think Malachi spends most of his time just, outside of that, just following around Finn and Regan. And I think that's sort of what he's chosen to dedicate himself to um, in pursuit of sheltering the light and preserving his own light. And I think he probably has a couple of different spots that he, like, goes between. Like, he visits all of his family, various degrees of family where and when he can... Um, I think he likes to visit the Elemental Plain, and I think he really does like being in the caves down in Marquan. But, yeah, he he probably goes back to, at some point, he goes back to the island that he spent those years on before uh, he was chosen by the Keeper. And he just sort of goes back there and nourishes the land a bit and sort of tries to rid it of like the negative connotations that he had with the space. And especially um, around the area where he first was brought up by the Keeper out of the water, I think he wants to make that a nice area to be again. And I think Malachi takes up gardening as a hobby, <laughs> just in <Go> general. <laughs> and he really likes working with the Earth like that. And I think... He wants to live a life of peace um, and he wants to help other people live a life of peace so he'll give up his own peace sometimes if he has to do something else but yeah, he he doesn't really f- visibly age uh, as much as Finn or Reagan might but he does, you know, get older and I think ultimately Malachi, when he sort of, you know, senses that maybe things are gonna be done soon, he settles down in a spot. Near Finn and Reagan, and just sort of enjoys the rest of his time there.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did Damn. discuss the fact that logistically Malachi has to be the first to die because if Reagan dies, Malachi's just going to keep on bringing him back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Malachi-, Malachi does try to keep those two alive as long as he can. Oh, yeah. Um, which, w- luckily, we're not getting into quite as high a proportion of dangerous situations anymore, but we are who we are also. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we-, we probably each have a couple close calls, but... yeah. I mean, Malachi's got his best friends and they're willing creatures and also he loves them and he wants them to be around, Mm. so. And we have so many stolen diamonds. (laughs) Yep. We have so many diamonds and every time Finn and Regan want to go do something stupid and Malachi tries to convince them not to and they're like, oh yeah, how many diamonds do you have left?
3: (laughs) Would you describe this as like a one diamond mission or like a three diamond mission?
2: That's not how we should be judging our activities
1: should I should I get the cubes is, is this is it that level
2: <laughs> that, no finn that ups the diamond don't you see how that ups the diamond count oh can I also I wanted to borrow one of
3: those for a cage
2: match we're doing what?
1: on uh, on
2: Saturday <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry I'm sorry you're what are, what are you doing Ooh, with- I mean
1: I think the cubes are all a little small to use as a cage but I mean sure you can try no 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 no
2: no no (laughs) you bring that to Shiloh right now and let her hide it away (laughs) but yeah I think ultimately Malachi ends out his days on a peaceful little patch of land near his friends he doesn't really look that much older but he is and eventually he'll probably go watching the sunrise or something peaceful like that yeah hopefully with his friends by his side but if not It doesn't matter, because he knows that they're doing well.
0: Oh! Nani, do you have any thoughts about what happens after Malachi? Um,
3: Honestly, I don't... Because the thing... Like, despite on paper Reagan's lifespan being, like, longer... Mm -hmm. In my mind, like, draconic magic still isn't really ideal to be contained in a mortal vessel kind of deal you know yeah yeah so it's like you know it's not as bad as his mom or nell's mom or anything but i definitely think it's like it's younger than he could have been
2: once mal's not around to keep him up anymore
3: (laughs) yeah i mean honestly once mal's not around to (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) i figure malachi makes it to a healthy like in his 90s or 100. Nice even 100. Malachi, Malachi wakes up on his 100th birthday and goes, okay. All right, we're, we're good.
1: <laughs> Finn and Reagan arrive at Malachi's little island with presents and see him <laughs> not moving on the beach.
3: Oh, Jesus. They're like, by God, he finally did it. He turned into a boulder. <laughs> He'd say goodbyes to his, his buds. Okay. Oh, also Reagan gets a statue. I want a statue. They they put up another statue in Angel Isle, but instead of like where it was rubbed off like for luck, where they all kissed her for luck, it's just my dick is rubbed off. It's like mm. shiny.
0: <laughs> Not. Mm. No, there isn't.
3: Yeah, no, it's canon because I'm crying about it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh wait, I want to talk about where I go when I die first. Oh, okay. Whoa. Um. But no, the dragons definitely do some cool shit when you die. So I think that, you know, in the Star Cave. (gasps) mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think he gets to be a constellation.
0: Oh. Yeah. Finn, what about, you know, the incredibly long (laughs) lifespan?
1: Yeah. So I think Finn. He adventures, he has fun, he hangs out with his friends, but you know, he is a bit longer lived. Certainly than everyone else in Gillsbury. Um Min and Baleen get old, his parents get yeah. old, and eventually, probably around the same time that Malachi and Reagan die, there comes a time where his friends are no longer around. And he's still likes gillsbury of course you know he still knows people there and i mean min and baleen had kids who have grown up with finn around now oh jeez. <laughs> and then malachi goes and suddenly the the weekly dinners are just finn and reagan
3: oh god and that's fucking depressing <laughs>
1: And then reagan goes <laughs> and malachi it's you know you can't you couldn't see it because he was magically not aging but yeah. with reagan i think You sort of can see it as he's getting older and just becoming more unstable, more affected by the magic inside of him. And once Regan goes, I think Finn enters a new stage of his life. Because he, too, he's a half-elf, which is longer than human, but not infinite. He's not like an elf. And he has strange eldritch heritage, and that extends his life, too. But, you know, he can feel that he's not immortal, obviously. He can tell that dying is a possibility, but before he goes, he wants to experience everything the ocean has to offer. And so, he compiles a list of every creature in the ocean. Oh my god. Not by name, I just mean like every species. (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, he's high enough level that he has access to true polymorph. And one by one, he goes down the list, turns into that creature, and lives a life. Holy shit. And then at the end of it, when that fish which might have just like a two-month lifespan or it might have a 50-year lifespan depending what creature we're talking about there's some weird stuff in the Lundluma. but at the end of it he returns to himself with full hit points <laughs> hangs out around gillsbury a while he becomes like a weird boogeyman slash guardian yeah. angel for min and baleen's descendants <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah eventually um as as the years pass um we see a a pair of grave markers um these sort of like not ostentatious but more elaborate than you maybe would have expected because Malachi and Reagan were heroes to a lot of people kind of throughout the seas and you can see that these are graves that get visited and get stuff left at them um, even now all these years later you can say ostentatious you can say it <laughs> Reagan's is a little ostentatious maybe Those <laughs> um, shiny things Malachi's has this beautiful old oak tree growing out of it um, with these big branches that kind of like stretch out over Reagan's grave and have all of these little like birds and squirrels living amongst the branches. Um, sitting sitting in the oak tree is one bird that maybe doesn't quite (gasps) always sit in oak trees as the seagull is sitting perched looking out at the ocean like it's waiting for something. The waves keep kind of like washing up against this beautiful sandy beach and After a while, one of the waves pushes up this enormous blue whale. Just this- and this very obviously, like, old creature of the depths that just gets nudged up onto the beach. You watch as the whale kind of like, you know, squirts a little bit of water out of the blowhole and sort of sags down and collapses. And collapses into Finn standing up in the in the waves.
1: <laughs> oh, oh.
0: A much older Finn than when we last saw him.
1: Yeah, Finn has really aged now, you know? Like, his hair is mostly white. Um, he has a bit of a beard, which, you know, you've never seen him with that before. Uh, <laughs> the rest of his body, of course, is completely hairless, as it always has been.
2: <laughs> I hate it here. Too much slime.
1: It's more aerodynamic. Hydrodynamic. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you see he walks with a little bit of unsteadiness. You can see he has... Clearly, he does not look nearly as old as the centuries that have passed would <laughs> would make you think if he had been aging in his body the whole time. But he's getting up there. And he steps off the beach, dusts some sand off of him, smiles at Nurgle in the tree. Ah, Hey... Hey, buddy. Thanks for keeping watch. Uh, missed ya. And boy, was I big. you That was crazy, man. That was like the biggest <laughs> thing. I've, actually, it's not the biggest thing, because it's a magic ocean. But it's up there. Uh, and I walk up to the graves. And I say, and I uh, i got something. Uh, and first, I have a little bag with me. A little adventurer's pack slung over my shoulder. And I reach into it. And I say to Nurkle, I mean, I thought, I thought this was gone for good, right? You know, after we had that battle with the, the Morkoths. But I got it. Uh, and I reach in and I pull out, dented and rusted, but still with a little bit of glimmer to it, a third place baking trophy. <laughs> and I gingerly place it on Malachi's grave. <laughs> and then I turn to Reagan's grave. And I again look up at Nurgle and I'm like, all right, now watch this, because this whew, long time coming, but I think I'm finally ready. Ah! Uh, and I sort of like put my hands on my hips, stand over Reagan's grave, and I. Oh
4: my god.
1: And I cough up a large, brilliantly gleaming pearl. <laughs> Onto the ground in front of Reagan's marker. Oh,
3: do you wipe it off first? Oh man, it's all I ever wanted.
1: It's a little slimy, but it is beautiful the way the sunlight's glinting off of it. I say, ah. Oh, he always wanted that thing.
3: Ah I'm a dragon, it's what we do.
1: Yeah, it'll be great for his horde. Um, and then I again reach into my bag and pull out a scroll which I unfurl, and it's an incredibly long scroll, and you see it has the names of various creatures on it, and I cross off Blue Whale, and you can see there's only a couple more entries on the list. Mm. Uh, and I nod. I see what's next, and I'm like, okay, ooh, that'll be fun. I haven't, uh, haven't had horns in a while. <laughs> and then I sit down. I lean against the tree that is growing on Malachi's grave. Nurgle sits next to me and I pull another paper out of my bag and unfurl it. This one at the top is labeled Ultimate Greater Mass Water Breathing, in parentheses, (laughs) work in progress. (laughs) (laughs) And I sit there for a little bit with a little quill, reading it, making little notations, looking very thoughtful, and then I stuff it into my bag and I turn back to Nurgle and I'm like, okay, uh, we're almost there. I I'm almost there. I mean, you're sort of a, a whole nother ah. case. I don't I don't think it's possible for you to die. But uh, ah. oh oh boy, that's the first time I said that out loud. Uh okay. Uh yeah. All right. This next one will be fun. Uh feel feel free to come. I think it might be a ah. lifespan on the longer side. So uh, ah. hang out with me. Uh okay. And this I hold up the spell scroll. This is almost ready. You know. I think if I just Spend a little more brain power on it, it'll be it'll be doable. I'll send it to the to the Magic University and that'll be all set. And Finn looks back at the graves and then he says, sort of to Nurgle, sort of just to himself, sort of to the air around him. Yeah. You know, they were uh exactly what I needed, I think. <laughs> I hope they'd say the same. <sighs> Couldn't have uh, washed up with a better couple guys.
0: As you say that, the, the leaves of the oak tree rustle a little bit, and you hear a distant rumble of thunder somewhere on the horizon.
4: <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah. And Finn turns away from the stones, and he walks up a little winding path that leads up a hill, and to the top of a cliff. Not a super tall one, but enough that you can call it a cliff on this little island. And Finn stands atop it. He breathes in deep. He looks out at the horizon. He drinks in the sound of the waves, the salt air. And then his hand begins to glow with magical energy as he leaps off the cliff, dives into the water and after a few moments the surface becomes still again
0: so all of that (laughs) all of that is what lies in the future but let's rewind a little bit let's take it back to the first night after the adventurer fell from the sky into the sea, after Lithios was pushed back and Erebrer's freedom secured. For now, we're back on the shores of Luola, and the battle has been won. For today, evil has been defeated, and all of you are together. The sun is setting over the grey-blue waters of the northern sea, and the first few stars are coming out. Your longtime friends and family, your newer friends, and warriors whose names you don't even know all pass around ale and wine and barbecue kebabs. Enough hours have passed that the smell of the sea and of dinner cooking has replaced the smell of smoke and blood. The path to peace for yourselves and for the people you care about was hard to find, hard to fight for. But you found it, and you fought for it, and for tonight you have it all around you. For tonight, three men and one seagull stand together, looking out over the ocean, listening to the sound of people laughing and talking and singing, and underneath it all, the sound of the waves crashing against the shore. And that's where we will end our campaign. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, oh God. my God. <laughs> oh God. Wow,
2: I got a tear falling oh. down the face.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, when we began, of course, with the sound of waves. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, we did. She yeah. did that to us. <laughs> Hannah, you
0: sack of shit. <laughs> wow. Good campaign. Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, I have some notes.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's take yeah. it take it from the top. Um, let's Happily. see what we can do on this run. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a few
1: things I'd love to do yeah. over if we can just know. We'll call this a good dry run.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I actually want to be a red dragon when we do it for real. Oh yeah
2: yeah 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> I was actually thinking I wanted my name to be Reagan if we could uh, <laughs> work. That's what? a stupid. Personally,
2: name. I think I should have been educated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man all right thank you for playing (sighs) okay so (laughs) let's some some orders of business we've still got to do here um yeah so if you enjoyed that uh you can still head over to our social medias we are at ship of fools cast on twitter tumblr and instagram and will continue to be so um you can go over there because while there may not be any you know, new episodes of Ship of Fools coming out, we are going to do an end of campaign kind of Q&A to wrap everything up. So we will be putting up posts there and on our Patreon soliciting any questions that you have about the whole campaign or about, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons or anything else that is still itching around in your brain.
3: What it's like to run your own D&D podcast. Yeah. What it's like to be alive uh, and other such sure. questions.
1: Yeah. Our, our dead listeners are really going <laughs> to write in a lot of questions about that.
0: Our ghost listeners. Um,
1: <laughs> Every time I check our DMS, it's people being like, how does the <laughs> flesh feel?
3: Do you remember the taste of strawberries, etc.? cetera?
0: <laughs> um, so be on the lookout for those posts where you can submit questions. Um, Later this week, and then that will come out sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, Also, if you're still itching for more Ship of Fools content, you can still swim on over to our Patreon. We are patreon.com slash ship of fools. And that page is going to remain active. So if you want access to our mud baths, which is where we, you know, sit around and decompress from the episode, we've still got one more of those coming out next week. Um, And additionally, our side campaign folio, where Andy has been taking us through a wild Shakespearean world. There's also still one more episode of Folio coming out as well as the backlog of all the previous 14 episodes so if you're interested in that and if you're not sick of us yet um patreon.com ship of fools is the place to be um some people to thank Thank you to um, Theo Golden for our logo art. You can find him at TGoldenArt on Instagram. Thank you to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful, amazing, show-stopping theme music. Um, you can
1: And show beginning. <laughs>
0: and show beginning music. Uh, you can email him for any of your music needs at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com.
1: Uh, and also, I wanted to jump in here uh, and give a few shout-outs to some other people who deserve it. Lucas, of course, uh, but another person who contributed some music to this show is Laura Boyman, who not only contributed music, but also edited a bunch of the mud baths. Yeah. She's great. She's lovely. You've never heard her voice, or have you? But... Appreciate her and your thoughts. Shout out, boy. And a few people who I don't know personally, but would still like to give thanks to, because, you know, in making this podcast, there's a lot of scouring the internet for the perfect royalty-free music to fit a scene. Uh, and so some people who provided a lot of that, shout out to Kevin McLeod, to David Feslian, and to whoever, whatever the real name of the guy who runs Tabletop Audio is. I don't know it, but all of you and many others, you have been instrumental Wow. And occasionally vocal.
0: And thank you to Jared Haverdink for our Mudbath theme music, which you've been hearing over on the Patreon and seeing in the credits over there if you've been over on the Patreon.
1: And there's a couple tracks of his that were in the main campaign, too.
0: Yeah. And we raise our glass to all y'all. We do. Yeah, so this is normally the part of the outro where I tell you that we have a new episode coming out in two weeks, but this time around, um, we'll see you for the final Q&A. We'll see you for you know some bonus content over on our patreon um you know don't unsubscribe we might see you for some surprises down the road but we make no promises um and thank you for sticking with us this long and we will see you on the open seas bye bye bye
3: The other thing that's so upsetting is that Rail Thor outlives me.
0: Oh, you because know, he's a full dwarf. Yeah, yeah. So that fucking sucks. Um, but we didn't have to be the sad guys. I
3: didn't require it. Hannah, <laughs> we're dramatists. <laughs> okay, we have been we're being forced man. to make a comedy podcast for seventy-seven <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I've been held at gunpoint to make a comedy.
2: Uh huh. You didn't even let us get tortured. <laughs>
0: go on